from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. It's Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Uh, Jose. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Hello, 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 hello? Hi. It's Jose. It's Jose. It's Jose. What? Hello? Jose Lara. Jose Lara. It's Jose. I wanted to ask you guys a question. Hold up. Are you talking to me? I'm, I'm talking to both of you guys. I, I wanted to ask you guys both okay. questions. I wanted to ask you questions. What? Both questions. Both questions. Both questions. What? Your phone's it's cutting off. No, it isn't. It's Jose Laura. It's Jose. My sister Laura? No, Jose Laura. My sister Laura. Yeah, I have a sister named Laura. No, J-O-S-E. No, L-A-U-R-A. That's how you spell it. J-O-S-E. Who? Josie. The- it's J-O-S-E, Jose Lara. I wanted to ask you guys a question. Huh? Razumoka, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Yeah, we're Razumoka. <laughs> it's Jose, J-O-S-E. I can't hear anything, man. Me neither. Hello? 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 Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you guys. What? Huh? It's Jose. Jose, 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 Jose. This time, <laughs> I'm not here to bother nobody. I'm just wanted to ask a question. <laughs> what? what? Okay, when you guys were young, have you guys ever snookened out of the house to get some snacks when you, you guys were say, young? Did you say, <laughs> say snookin'? Like no, I mean sneaking out. I mean like sneaking did out you, of the house. What did you? But what snacks. did you say? What did you say? I, I meant to say. No, no, I don't ever, care what you meant to say. What did you say? I said I'm a. Snoking out of the house, smoke like I mean, get sneaking out of the house snoking. to get snacks. Did you ever <laughs> yeah. snoking out of the house? No, 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 no. Okay, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Yeah. What I'm basically saying is, have you ever snoking? I don't. I mean, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know how to say this. Okay. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go, say go ahead. No, 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 no. Let's use your words. Let's use your words. Let's work through this together as a team. Okay. Uh, what did you rephrase the question or repeat the question? I mean, have you ever like got out of the house to get some snacks? Like when you were younger, have you ever got caught when you were young? Has anybody got caught like that when they were young? Because I've been thinking in my head because I don't know. I seen like I seen a lot. Like I don't know. I've been seeing this all over social media, all over the place. Like I see like little of like what of kids doing what. Snoking? No, <laughs> getting like snacks. Like I'm eating eating food. Like okay, eating man, food. I don't. You see know. kids on TikTok eating food? What's wrong with that? I don't know. They get. They never got caught. Just I just came up with a random question. I came up with a. I just came up with a random question. Yeah, you came up with a random word too. that in real quick. That's a whole new word. Um, no, I've never been caught snoking. I mean, okay. I mean, I mean, um, uh, what's the what's the word called? Um, I mean, like. You, what you want to say is, have you ever been caught being sneakily? Yes, yes. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jose. Uh, 
Hey, no, no, I haven't. Me, I've been called. I've been called like multiple times when I was young. Yeah, yeah. You know, I listen to you guys every day. I listen <laughs> to you guys. I don't go to. The, I don't sleep. I usually up till like six in the morning yeah. listening to you guys. You guys are like my number one fans. Yeah, were your you number one make- fans? Yes, I was yeah. the number one fan. I think I listened to you guys for like eight years now. Yeah, you're the best, man. <laughs> Thanks, Jose. We love you, bro. <laughs> love you too, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Do you remember at one point when Gangnam Style by Psy was like the biggest, most viewed video on YouTube? Yeah. I think it was like the first video to hit a billion. I think so. Um, it is no longer, obviously, that. Gangnam Style by Psy is sitting at 4.16 billion views. Jesus. Baby Shark is still the most viewed on YouTube. 9.2 right. billion. Despacito is in at number two with 7.5. Then you got a bunch of other like kid songs, kid-related songs mm-hmm. that are on there. There's a new entry this week, Ross, into the past a billion. It's actually sitting at 3 billion views on YouTube right now. Oh, like and did it song, just get? It just hit 3 billion. Jesus. Um, hold on, let me just look up. I totally forgot to see when this was released. 2005, this track was released. And it only now hit 3 billion views on YouTube. How long did it how long ago did it hit a billion though? Like a while ago. I hate, you have to imagine, right? No, like just like recent. Oh, a billion? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like okay. a while ago. Okay. A while ago. Okay. okay, okay. And the music video, it's an animated music video. Okay. Okay. And the song is so dumb. Oh. But it just hit three billion views on YouTube. Hit me. And it's this one. <laughs> What's going on? Frog, Axel F. No. no. Don't tell me. This I, I know Axel F. Yeah, I know the. You, you I know the piece this of music. No. No. I am not one of the three billion. <laughs> You're not any of the three billion I am that not, watches on YouTube. I'm not any of the three billion. No. No, definitely not one this of the three billion. Uh, this is a maddening piece of garbage. <laughs> so at the height an of its popularity back in the day, this completely missed you. Yes. Like it was never in your, your stratosphere whatsoever. No. no. And the stupid little frog? No, I was never no, and this never penetrated my world. Like the the the, the, the dumb songs that did penetrate my world were things like <laughs> I can't. I can't replace. I can't. I can't. What's the, what's the one that? Uh, now this is screwing me up. Um, God, what's that one song that was like? She bangs by William. No, Hung. Oh. not she bangs by William Hung. Jack. Um, no, there was. This is now that this is in my head. I'm never going to be able to. I'm never going to be able to think about it. Um, it wasn't. Uh, it's not. This kind of reminds me of I'm Blue. You know that A song? A little bit, yeah. Right? Totally. It sort of reminds me of, uh, who's that? Eiffel, Eiffel 65. Eiffel 65. God, I remember people were dancing. Oh, I can't with this song right now. <laughs> this is, uh, 
Um, no, there's another song that now I have. This is all I have stuck in my head right now. I can't even think. If you ask me to hum a Drake song right now, yeah. I'd go. Hing, 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 hing. Um, <laughs> this is like right up there with like what did the fox say, right? Like oh, where it's completely. just where it's just ridiculous novelty, novelty. God, there's another song I'm thinking of that was sort of like that. What song, Maury? What? No, what, you're going to tell me. I'm not potting you up. No, what song? No, what song? What song is it? Tell us what it is. No, I don't want to no, listen to Blue. Okay, so now. They're too similar, those two songs. Now that this is this is done, yeah. what's the song you were thinking of? Um, hang, hang, hang. Um, um, I'll stop it. <laughs> oh my god! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Okay, so we're just talking how stop it. Crazy Frog, Axel F, hit 3 billion views on YouTube. And we're getting a ton of texts. People saying, yes, I am included in that 3 billion because my kids love this song. Yeah, it's anybody who has a child. Um, a lot of other people, uh, o- OMG, that was awful. Thanks for playing Crazy Frog. Uh, what a I banger. Even, I don't even know anybody would know the name of this thing as being Crazy Frog. Somebody That's said, crazy. how does Roz not know this song? He must be lying. He knows. Everybody knows Crazy Frog. And you were saying how this reminds you of something else. <clears throat> yeah. But I couldn't think of it while it was in my head. Like, um, it's it's sort of the same, like, and eh, then, um, but I, I, it's very difficult because it's so similar to what that little frog is saying that it was difficult for me to just even get the tune of it in my head. And a bunch of the um, suggestions we got from people, right. they're saying it's the hamster song, which it's not. No. It's very similar. It's not no. the hamster song that you're thinking of. No. Um, but then as you started humming it when we were playing the last song just now on the radio, tell us if it's this one. Yes. What's the song called? What's a shakaron? Act like you don't know. Here, listen to this part. This. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like the frog only slowed down? <laughs> I don't even know what he's saying. We could be speaking incredible profanities right now. I have I no idea. He knows what he's saying. No, okay. It's just gibberish, right? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. El Chombo, Jack Ross. So that's the song that you <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. It was discovered that if you listen to the Raza Mocha Show podcast at half speed, the conversations sound like they're being had by a couple of drunk people. Yeah, like we wasted. sound wasted. Like the most drunk. And ever since this discovery has been made, uh, Raza Mocha fans have been submitting to us their timestamps of conversations that have happened where they're like, 
if you slow this part down, mm-hmm. you guys sound drunk. And they scour the podcast for specific conversations that would sound way better with us being drunk, Maury. So this started from a listener, Josie Crean. Is that who it was? Who sent this in okay. this year. She was the first one. Josie so, Crean. Thank shout you. Shout out to you, Josie. Thank you very much. Uh, so first up is uh, titled Roz Hurt Himself. Oh, no. And this came to us from Roz Amoka fan, D.N.Zell. Am I the only one where I just, I get hurt all the time and mm-hmm. I don't know how I hurt myself. Right. So let's go I had, through your day I, yesterday. I, I don't know if, no, but you see these things right here on my hand? Like, I don't even know if you can see it, right? Yeah. There. I get two that cuts. looks like a burn. No, like two two cuts. Last weekend. Oh, it's a cut. I was okay. just doing stuff. Like, doing stuff. I wasn't even outside. I was just in the house doing stuff. And I looked down at my hand. Yeah, but you cook a lot. And you use a lot of utensils. I wasn't so. even cooking. It was, oh. I didn't even know what I was doing. Do you have I was poor just motor doing... skills? <laughs> poor what? Motor skills? Like, do you drop stuff? Like what? Like, I can't use, like, I can't use a fork? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a spoon-only kind of guy? For fear I might hurt myself. Stab yourself with a spoon. <laughs> That's what happens when you listen to our podcast oh, at half speed. Oh my god! Certain conversations god. sound more ridiculous than they do at normal speed. <sighs> this next one comes to us from Brienne, and it's, she heard a, this. That's a whole new show. She heard this on episode two forty one of the Raza Mocha Show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Frequency Podcast Network, by the way. And uh, this was April Fool's is the title of this one, Ross. Okay. Michael Strahan um, famously gap tooth, right? Yeah, huge. Huge gap. (laughs) Yeah. That's his thing. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So I guess the story goes that he went to a guy named Dr. Lee Gauss at Smile Design Manhattan and explained his thoughts and got a temporary removable dental piece that gives him the appearance of not having a gap between his teeth. Oh, really? But a lot of people are saying that this may be a April Fool's joke that he's doing. Yes. But it's not April Fool's. <laughs> Fools, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is so funny. Oh, for God's sake. Thank you, Brienne. Uh, thank you, DNZL. And uh, if you want to go through the podcast, anytime you find something that may sound great, slowed down or whatever, um, just, I don't know, screen recorded, or I don't know how people even do that. I don't even know how we get them. I don't know. I wouldn't know how to do it. Um, do that. 
right? <laughs> do the thing. Do the, like, I don't know. Make the phone do the thing. Yeah, like, make the phone do the thing, man. And then, um, like, I don't Just know. DM it to us. I was going to say copy and paste, but that's not the right... <laughs> Yo, Just you can like, DM it to me. Thank you. I'll, I'll handle it, yeah, okay? Yeah, I don't, don't want that in my don't, inbox. Don't send any of the tech stuff to Roz. DM it to me. Yeah. Mocha Frap, M-O-C-H-A-F-R-A-P on Instagram. Just DM it to me. And we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do more of these. Uh, and thank you very much again for uh, for sending those. Uh, D-N-Zell and Brianne. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Girl, let's talk grays. Mm-hmm. So there's a brand new book out called How to Save a Life, The Inside Story of Grey's Anatomy. So good. That's a great title. And uh, inside the book, uh, one of Grey's producers, a guy named James D. Perriott, shed some light on Patrick Dempsey's shocking exit from the series. Okay. Quote, there were HR issues. It wasn't sexual in any way he sort of was just terrorizing the set some cast members had all sorts of ptsd with him what this is all from the book uh, how to save a life the inside story of Grey's anatomy he goes on to say he had this hold on the set where he knew he could stop production and scare people the network and studio came down and we had sessions with him I think he was done with the show. He didn't like the inconvenience of coming in every day and working. And he and Shonda Rhimes were at each other's throats. They go on to say, a lot of the complaining, I think Shonda finally witnessed it herself. And that was the final straw. Shonda had to say to the network, if he doesn't go, I go. Nobody wanted him to leave because he was the show, him and Ellen. Uh, Patrick is a sweetheart and it messes you up, this business. And then they go on to say uh, the upcoming book also quotes Patrick Dempsey, where he was talking about what it was like working on Grey's Anatomy. He says this, it's 10 months, 15 hours a day, and you never know your schedule. So your kid asks you, what are you doing on Monday? And you go, I don't know, because I don't know my schedule. Doing that for 11 years is challenging, he said. But you have to be grateful because you're being well compensated, so you can't really complain because you don't really have the right. You don't have control over your own schedule, so you just have to be flexible. And then um, they go on to say that the chemistry, of course, between... Ellen Pompeo and Patrick Dempsey like they were the show and it mm-hmm. was shocking when they killed Patrick Dempsey like nobody was expecting when they killed off um, Patrick Spoiler Dempsey alert. If you're Spoiler just thinking of getting alert. Into now. they go on to say there were times where Ellen was frustrated with Patrick and uh, she would get angry that he wasn't working as much she was she was very big on having things fair they go on to say she just didn't like that patrick would complain that i'm here too late or i've been here too long when she had twice as many scenes in each episode as he did so yeah so he was like a holy terror on set but it's interesting because after they fired him they brought him back last season yeah yeah, yeah. in meredith's covid fever dreams when she was on the beach like they brought him back was it only for that one that one scene it was like two episodes i think but it was only for those scenes the the, 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 the sort of dream sequences. Damn. Uh, so anyway, so that's a new book. Wow. If you are a Grace fan, apparently, it sounds like to me there's a lot of dirt in there. Bombshell. Uh, How to Save a Life, the inside story of Grey's Anatomy. Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Isn't it the last weekend of summer? It is. Yeah, like Autumn. officially kind of yeah. thing. Autumn whatever. arrives on Wednesday. Excuse me. Autumn. <laughs> you say that like you've never said that word before. Because I'm not used to saying it. Say it again. Autumn. Say it again. Autumn. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say it that way before. Because I don't say the word often. I always say fall. Use it in a sentence. 
Wednesday is the first day of autumn. <laughs> you say it like you say it like it's. Um, I don't know. It's uh, you, you say it like like English isn't your first language, right? Like you're. Or like you learned how to pronounce autumn by reading how to pronounce autumn. How do you autumn, say it? Say autumn. it again. Autumn. Autumn. Yeah. Now you say it? Autumn. <laughs> you, you know what you do? You say it like a butler would in like a horror movie. <laughs> right? No, but you, the way you say the word. Yeah. It sounds like it's the start of a word and you just didn't finish whatever the full word is. Right. Say it again. Autumn. Yeah, it sounds like there's more to the word. I'm saying it right, though. You're not saying it right. Because I don't normally say it. Say it again? Wednesday is the first day of autumn. <laughs> you know what that's like? What? That's why that, I just say fall. No, yeah. No, you say autumn in a, the way that somebody would say autumn who also says schedule. <laughs> Schedule. Like it sounds schedule. It, it sounds very proper the way you oh, say the I way you say saying, autumn. Yeah. Like you are very no, deliberately schedule is an idiot. But you're very deliberately pronouncing autumn in a way that seems to me like a troll job. Wednesday is the first day of autumn. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't normally say the word. It's fall. Okay. okay. What if you knew, like, a person? Like, what if there was, like, a a, a girl uh-huh. whose name was Autumn? Yeah. You would say, I'm going out tomorrow with my friend. Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I knew her for a really long time, yeah. where I would be saying her name a lot, sure. then maybe I'd say it the other way. Autumn. Yeah, but because yeah. I don't say the word often. Right. Because I only say fall. Right. Like, if you told me right now that you were going out with your friend uh-huh. named... Autumn. Named... Autumn. I To me, I would think that that is like a girl made out of wood that you built in the garage. Right? Like, to me... <laughs> like a female Pinocchio? Yes. <laughs> like... Like, that seems like... <laughs> That seems like a project as opposed to a real person. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday is the first day of? Autumn. Right. Yeah. Exactly what I said. <laughs> Autumn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. How are you, Abby? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. How's it going? Good. Abby, where are you from? I'm, well, I'm speaking to you from London. But I'm originally from Poland. Okay. So you you were in the position that you were single for a long time. And like a lot of other women your age, um, I imagine you went through all of the options you had to date available to you, right? I've, I'm not sure I've been single a very long time. I've just been, I date a lot. And unfortunately, and this is from a cis hetero woman perspective, but a lot of the men are trash. When you say guys were trash, when you started to realize guys, <laughs> guys were trash, give us some examples of the trash that you were faced with. You know, people uh, who just want to like have a side trek, uh, they're like, I think statistically like on Tinder, something like 65 or 70% of men on Tinder are not not single, like really single. So they have like a wife or maybe they're separated, quote unquote, but they're only separated on the weekends and the wife doesn't know. So there's just a lot of like... (laughs) 
Wow. So that I just, yeah. But here's the thing is that you, you, you managed to sort of make your way out of this woods of uh, dating, yeah. dating douchebags. And I think that this is what makes your story uh, so wonderful and what makes it a hell of a story. And what I think that people are so interested in because they may sort of want to follow your roadmap. So how did you find this guy that you are now currently uh, with and feel so strongly about? I have like a funny Instagram. I post like funny videos on Instagram and I started posting jokes about how, you know, like dating a sh- and basically men suck and like it would be better to get abducted by aliens and date like and date an alien than to date Earthmen. And then one night um, I was getting ready for bed and suddenly I had this like sudden urge to like look out the window and my window was slightly open. Suddenly I just felt this like hot energy around me and I saw this green light. The green light was coming from the spacecraft that was outside my window. Uh, The light beamed me up into the UFO. Uh, when I got there, uh, I was obviously like, not, I, I, I wasn't sure what to think because I'm on, definitely, I'm not, second, I'm Abby, not a Abby, 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 Abby. Yeah. So the spacecraft, yeah. right? You saw the green light, the spacecraft's outside your window, the beam hits you and pulls you out yeah. of your apartment, out of your condo unit. And in yeah, that moment, out of my window. in that moment, what are you doing? Are you screaming? Are you yelling for help? Or do you just like give in to the beam? <laughs> No, you just, you can't because it's like they were already communicating with me telepathically because that's how they communicate. Mm-hmm. So oh, I already had what communication. Uh, nothing, just to stay calm that everything is going to be okay. And I felt this like calmness in me and I didn't like, it was like this like love and light in me. And I, I knew that I shouldn't be afraid. Although like my, like my mind was racing, but like my whole body was completely relaxed. Is your new boyfriend, yeah. is your new boyfriend an alien? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is your new boyfriend like the captain of the ship? Or yeah, do they take you to their do they take you to their planet and then you had it was like alien bachelorette where you got to choose like from a bunch of dudes or aliens? No, no, it's not like that. They're like he was a gentleman. Because what happened is I kept thinking about aliens so intensively that like I communicated with my mind into the universe and they heard me telepathically talking about how I want to date an alien. So they were like, okay, let's go. So what happened on and, the, what happened on the ship? Like, did you guys make out? Uh, yeah, but like I couldn't touch him because well, be, first of all, like I obviously it was like awkward at first because they were like, you know, you don't know us, but like we heard you talk and like they had this like grayish humanoid form like like green grayish i'd say okay so and, yeah, it looked like a, like a human being it looked like a man like with hair eyes two arms two legs two feet all that two hands no no oh. no he he looked like like those aliens you see like in popular uh like long strangly arms aliens. Yeah. Nothing wrong with long strangly arms, Mocha. Sorry, Ross. Okay. <laughs> don't don't, don't shame do. Yeah, you shouldn't be exactly Sorry. like I'm super body positive. I, all bodies are good, especially alien tall. Okay, like wow. alien what's, bodies uh, are fine. Wow. What's his name? What's his name? He doesn't have a name, and I wouldn't be able to tell it. Like not like he doesn't have a name. Like we understand it, I wouldn't be able to tell you his name anyway. Okay, but can you tell us this? Is his name more like something <laughs> like Xenothal, or is it like Doug? It's not Doug. Okay. Definitely okay. So not Doug. Okay. So okay. how many times have you guys seen each other since you met on that ship? We've seen each other three times. Three he times. He comes to see me because okay. I obviously don't have the technology to go see him. The question is this, though. Here, here's where I here's yeah. where I worry for you. Um, mm-hmm. 
is that I think that maybe you may be getting yourself into a situation where this is another guy that is only single when he's on Earth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know like, how many like, alien how you, wives? Like, yeah. what if he's in a relationship up there on this planet? <laughs> yeah, you don't know. No, but see, that that is precisely the point of me dating an alien is because aliens aren't, like, they don't have the same concerns humans have. They don't lie. They don't know how to lie. They don't understand lies. That's why they came to see me because they felt that, like, I was so heartbroken by the human condition that they wanted to cheer me up. Have you talked to them uh, and asked, like, what do they think of humans? Like, if you've said that they've they've come to, to visit Earth so many times, what do they mm-hmm. think of us? We're not considered to be the smartest yeah. species. Yeah, idiots. You just say it. They think we're all idiots. Yeah, like, they really look down on us, so it's, like, it's very controversial. Right. So I, I, will, I will say this, and I know that this sounds nuts to people, but if we've learned anything over COVID, it's that spacecrafts are real. Mm-hmm. Um, they have declassified yep. all the paperwork. We should not be surprised about this. Uh, we can no longer call you crazy like, you know, people could 20, <laughs> 20 years ago. It's been confirmed by pilots and by uh, military staff and people in the Navy and the government that these sort of crafts do exist. So this is not the shocking part. Uh, but I think the shocking part is, is that your advice if I'm getting this right, to any woman who is in your sort of same situation where you were tired of dating douchebags, your advice to those women would be find yourself an alien. Oh, for sure. Okay. 100%. Okay. Not, just, not just women, but everyone, like all people need to date aliens. Interspecies dating is the future. I like, I have to say, I don't know if I can say this, but right. um, the sex is like a million times like superior to anything anyone is it out of this world yeah it's literally it is literally out of this world it's heaven you are uh, absolutely fantastic thank you and I gotta say that is one hell of a story (laughs) thank you so much Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Marissa, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So, problems in the uh, friend department, huh? Uh, just a tad. What happened? My best friend is ghosting me because I missed her baby shower. Your best friend's ghosting you because you missed her baby shower. You were says, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, I really wasn't feeling well that day. Now she refuses to talk to me, and she's even taking me off all her social media. But here's the thing. Uh, for her gift, I made her custom baby vans. Uh, so they just came in yesterday, and I have no idea what to do with them. Uh, I want to drop them off on her porch with a note, uh, but if she's not going to appreciate them, I don't know what to do. So now what? Hmm. Um. So is this like... The only reason why this girl has cut you out of her life is because you miss her baby shower? Or were there, like, problems in your friendship before? No, it's just the baby shower. I talked to her the day before. How long have you been friends? 28 years. 28 years. Okay. Like, since kindergarten. And is she married? Yes. So were you at the wedding? I was in her wedding party and did a speech. Okay. So close friendship. Hmm. You guys have been friends since you were kids. Close friendship yeah. at her wedding, in her wedding party, did a speech at the wedding, and normally you guys communicate how often? At least once to three times a week. Uh, and then she has a baby shower, and did you have a job at the baby shower? No, no, I didn't. I offered to help. Um, I offered to help many times with her mom, but her mom and her mother-in-law had it covered. Um, I woke up that day, and I was not feeling well at all. 
Has you texted there... her or call her? Yeah, I texted her. Tw- I called her. She didn't answer. I figured she was getting ready. So I texted her twice and texted her sister. And did she didn't text you back? No. She, so she never texted me back. I tried to call her after the baby shower. I called. I tried to call her on the Monday because it was on Sunday. And I didn't get any answer until I got a text saying, like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm disappointed. Um, respect my decision that I don't want to speak or don't want to have a discussion about this. Damn. And did you talk to her sister about it? No, her sister never messaged me back, and I didn't say anything else. So nobody on her side, like, you haven't had a, a conversation or been able to have a conversation with anybody on her side about this? No. The only thing I responded to that text message saying, like, all I can do is apologize. I'm so sorry. I got you this gift and I do want to put it on. Like, I want to give it to you when it comes in. I know you're going to say, don't worry about it, but it's custom and I made it for you and I want to give it to you. When, when was the baby shower? Uh, August. Okay, so recently. Weekend in August, yeah. So yeah. so uh, there was, uh, there, I, I'm having a hard time with there not being one ounce of understanding that mm. during COVID times, you felt that you were too sick to go sit in a room full of people and there wasn't an ounce of understanding that that may just be the right decision. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Damn. And what are these custom, these are, are sneakers you got? Yeah, I got toddler van shoes and I made them in our elementary school colors which was aqua and black because that's where our friendship began and then on the heels i had the baby's initials so wow man that's super nice when you guys have had disagreements over the years what have they been about honestly it's it doesn't happen often so i couldn't even tell you the last like argument we got into so something happened like she Uh does she have all new friends does she think you're lame does does her does her husband flirt with you uh, does she think that you've wronged her in the past and this was the last straw? Like what? Like I'm trying to put the pieces together here. That's what I'm trying to do too because it's so, it's such a lot for something that I had no control over. So, but there's nothing. Like we talked three times that week. So if the question then is, like if the reason she's not talking to you, if that's a mystery and you try to communicate and she's not even writing you back, then I guess the, the question then becomes what do you do with the baby shoes, right? Yeah. I would drop them off. I'd write the note you wanted to write at the very beginning. I wouldn't mention any of the sort of recent history that's gone on between the two of you. Uh, I would write the card the same way you would have written it had you made it to the baby shower that day, and I would just drop it off without mentioning anything. Okay, that's what I wanted. That was what I was leaning towards. Yeah. But I'm kind of of hurt myself. Of course you are. Of of course. course, You're allowed to be. Yeah, you're allowed to be. Uh, What about her... Is it her husband, her boyfriend? Her husband. Okay. Have you talked to him? No, I haven't. Oh, damn. No. Yeah, just drop off the gift, leave it at that, and yeah. see if she reaches out. Don't call Don't call the husband. That's when uh, affair rumors start happening. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. yeah. Facts. We're, me and her husband get along, but it, it's not like we text each no, other. Don't tell her. No. <laughs> don't tell her. Yeah, that. don't put that in the card. <laughs> don't, don't put that in the card. Don't don't say don't tell say. Husband, congrats, and also tell your husband to say hi. Yeah, don't don't no, do no. don't do. I wish we could talk because I really like your husband. <laughs> no. Don't write that in the card. But no, write the don't and don't mention any of this. Don't don't yeah. in the card. Don't I say hey, yeah. wish we could wish we could talk. I miss us. Uh, don't do any of that stuff. Write the card that you would have given to her on that day had you been there. Okay. Right. Yeah, just okay. like the, the like you guys have been friends. There's been no disruptions. Just write that card. OK. OK. Yeah. Easy. I think I think I think that's the, I think that that's your best play. And then you at least feel that you've done everything. Right. Does that help, Marissa? A lot. This is they showed up this week and I just 
I haven't even unboxed them. They're holding my door open right now. Oh, yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. All right, drop them off. All right. Okay, love. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I made a chimichurri for the first time last night. Remind me what a chimichurri is. Okay, so chimichurri is uh, like what they put on sort of like, if you ever go to like a South American or like Argentinian sort of steakhouse, it's that green, it's uh, you chop up parsley Mm -hmm. and oregano, Mm -hmm. and then you put that in a bowl and you squash some garlic and turn the garlic into a paste and you throw that in there Mm -hmm. with salt and pepper, a ton of olive oil and red wine vinegar. Oh, so like that green, yeah, like a green paste. Yeah, the green paste that goes on. I made one of those for the first time last night with tons of garlic and I am like I'm so gassy right now oh, oh it was no. so delicious I went to the butcher and I was like I went to the butcher and I was like uh, I, I walked over to the steaks because I desperately wanted a steak last night uh-huh. and I wasn't happy with any of them like I, I can't go to I'm incapable of going to the grocery store and just walking up and getting a steak that's why? already that's already cut because I just I don't know I don't know why oh, I, I need to now. I know I need to go to the butcher and I just like I have to them, see them cut it or, yeah yeah I need or to are they just like the pre-cut one like they cut it and they put it in the fridge right no but I you. need a specially cut one right oh, like I God, need you're one they have of those? so many pre-packaged yeah, ones they're I, fine it's not fine for me though I need I always but what's need, the difference from what the butcher cut for you right yeah I needed it, it thicker if you take a a tape measure or a yeah, ruler yes and measure out what you got the butcher right to cut for you yes compared to what they already have Correct. a little display fridge for you yes compared to what they have at the grocery store right what is that difference uh like uh i would say realistically last night like the difference in the meat size was maybe maybe half inch Maybe, That's it. maybe you just want inch. the brown paper. You maybe. want the specially wrapped oh, no, no, meat. No, 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 no. It was all like it looks like you from the grocery store. They just put it through the same machine and put a price on it. Oh, they don't wrap it in the brown paper. No, no, no. no I was at the grocery store. Yeah, but if you go to the butcher there, they wrap it in the brown. No, paper. No, they don't. They put it. They put it through the same thing. It's the cellophane and everything else. Uh, but I, I'm incapable of buying. Like, I, it's just nothing is good enough for me. And I don't like. I'll go and I'll look, and there's there's infinite meat options in front of me. Uh-huh. But I need special meat. Like, I have to go and stand and wait to get the guy's attention to get him to give me special meat. Do they now? Right? Like, when they see you, do they roll their eyes? No, I was no. And here's my thing: is that sometimes I think, but this, I, I don't, I don't mind. Like. I don't want to be a pain in the ass to anybody, right? But I also don't sure. mind getting somebody to do the job that they do, right? But like then there's more hands on the meat. Well, but listen, man, who cares? I'm going to put my hands all over it, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, it's my meat, right? Rub whatever you want on yeah. it. Yeah, I'm going to rub all sorts of things on it. What do you get but, uh, yeah. What do you do behind closed yeah. doors? That's your business. Thank you. Thank you. But I knew that I just, I needed thicker, right? Like I just, I wanted to indulge myself. So I needed. No, no, no. Listen. You would not have been able to tell the difference. Yes, in, I could. In, in the amount of food you ate. Yep. For what you had the butcher cut for you versus yep. what you could have just picked out that was right. on the shelf. I okay. could have put it behind my back, swished it around, put the meat in front of you. You wouldn't know. I don't want any meat that you've put behind your back and swished around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Also, also, couldn't finish it all. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha, who's this? Hey, it's Alicia. What's up, Alicia? How are you? I'm good. I just wanted to call and uh, thank you guys for the last this morning. Um, it's my first day as a student teacher, so I really needed them this morning. Oh, wow. Your first right. day as a what teacher? A student teacher. 
What grade are you student teaching? Um, high school. Oof, what grade in high school? That matters. Uh, they really haven't specified yet because I could be teaching two different grade levels, so okay. I'll find out once I get there. Oof. Oh, damn, so you don't even know. Now, is this a situation, are you in charge of a class or you are kind of shadowing or helping with uh, another t- teacher in a class? I'm shadowing, um, okay. but at a certain point, I will be teaching the class for two weeks straight. Wow. Do you That's- have like a, a, a preferred a preferred grade to teach? Um, no, but I do have preferred subjects. <laughs> oh, okay. Like what, what's your what, what do you what's your strong what's your strong suits? Uh, the first one is dance. Dance? What? Yeah, and then the second one is religion. Dance and religion? Damn. <laughs> you know, back in the day, those two things didn't go together, right? You just, ever just watch, you walk ever in the room. Footloose? Yeah, I was just going to say, wheel that big old TV into the room and slap Footloose in on the VCR. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Okay, so you want to be a dance and religion high school teacher. To me, that seems very niche. Well, I mean, the dance programs in high schools, like, they need teachers. They don't have anybody that's truly qualified. Yeah. I want to evolve it. I didn't know that high schools taught dance. Do they? T- is there a dance program in high schools? Yeah, there's uh, specific programs for it, like a regional arts program. Oh, really? You can take dance in high school, huh? I had no idea. I had no idea. Back when I was in high school, uh, you went to the uh, cafeteria on one Friday every three months for the dance, and you were on your own. Oh, that was it. Like, that was it. <laughs> there, was, there, was no, there was no training getting you ready for the school dance. There's no formal, like, academic sort of pathway to make sure you crushed it on the dance floor. You were on your own. You practiced in your basement like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> like locked in your bedroom. <laughs> so, Alicia, what type of dance? Is there, like, a specific area that you specialize in, or is this, like, all dance? I understand. I'm just going to say all dance because I'm personally trained in about, like, seven different styles. Wow. Oh, damn. All wow. Right. Joe for Joseph, J for Jesus. <laughs> Well, um, Alicia, good luck. All the best on your first day as being a substitute teacher. We hope it goes well. Thank you. Um, Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, I know, I can't answer that. Well, you know, everybody does, so get on with it. Um, I'm going to have to say Mocha. His laugh is infectious. Uh, All right. Cool. Yeah, fine. (laughs) You need to take one of Alicia's dance classes. Make you feel better. I know. All the best to you, Alicia. Love you lots. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let me read to you this apartment rental ad out of Vancouver. And tell me this isn't odd or weird. First of all, it's written poorly. Absolute poor. Okay. Grammar and spelling. But this is so weird, and I don't know what the rules are when you are posting that you want to rent property, but I'm sure Mm -hmm. this breaks so many of them, okay? Um, So large two-bedroom, great view, huge bedrooms, 150 square foot. It says here, big bath, hardwood floor, wide staircase, blah, 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 okay? Mm -hmm. Here's where things kind of go off a little bit. Family-oriented duplex, prefer family with kids or who want to start a family. We love kids. Like one other tenant just had a baby and named the baby after me. (laughs) The landlord is very personal and friendly and lives nearby and brings chocolates to the kids and postcards for Christmas. Easy to talk to and caring. 
if you don't mind, I can have a drink with you too. <laughs> Not like a property management company, employees. Also, I will show by appointment at your convenience. Send your phone number, your age, your type of work, how long you've lived there, family situation, what kind of food you like, etc. Based on this, I will call you. Don't call me. Family with kids get $100 off per month, utilities included. That's $500, so you only pay $1,600. Available for October 1st or October 15th or November 1st. Very flexible. Now, okay. Is that it? That's it. Okay. I immediately, my head always immediately goes to like the dark places, right? Of course. I see the worst in people have my whole life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's immediately where my head goes. But then I have to force myself out of that lane and go towards either incompetence or misunderstanding, which is when you first read that to me, I am like, run. Absolutely. Do not rent from this place. Do not rent from this place. Then I start thinking about what if this is somebody who legitimately wants to help, who maybe English isn't their first language, who doesn't know how to properly put words together and genuinely thought that what they wrote was from the heart helping out families. Like another tenant just had a baby and named the baby after me? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, this place is so like great. You made we that get along much, so great. You We're made building, that much of an impact on that family's yeah. life. We're building a community here. This is how great this place is. The other people that live right. here, they like it here so much, they name their kid after me. <laughs> right? Uh, like. No. Yeah. No. Also, can I have a drink with you, too? No, right. you may not, yeah. sir. This is where we all get along. It's like Melrose Place or whatever the 2021 equivalent of Melrose Place is for people <laughs> who don't understand Melrose Place. <laughs> I don't know what that would be. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we're building something great here, okay? (laughs) West Coast life, family life. If you got kids, I know how much kids cost. If you got kids, we're even going to knock a couple hundred bucks off your rent because I know what it's like to try and find a place with kids. Like, if you read it that way, everything... Okay, what about the the, the part where he's like, tell me what kind of food you like? Because I can help. You would have no idea how good I am in the kitchen. Also, I might need to know if you enjoy foods that smell up the place <laughs> because that I will not tolerate. Thank okay? you. I think that's that, why that, that question I, was that asked That I won't tolerate. Ad. Yes. That's why. Right. Anyway, this is yes. a, an ad for rental property uh, in Vancouver. Also, I would, I would dial back the people come to the house to give your kids candy. Thank right, you. I would dial that part back a little bit. Although it could be like our landlord. The landlord is so great. Like the man comes over with Christmas postcards, which is weird. I've never seen one of those before. Um, with with Christmas postcards. See, when you break and, it down, doesn't and, and, the whole no, thing no, sound? No, 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 you're no, trying, no, no, no. You're trying to convince yourself no, that this is a great no, place to rent. No, also, don't rent from these people. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show, Deep Rock for Show. There we go. Thank you. I got an applause. This is 
so lovely. Deepa has been away for like three weeks. You got married over the Labor Day long weekend. Yes. Welcome back. Let us talk about your wedding. Yes, please. We want to know everything. How was it? It was like how many days? Like three days yeah. of celebration. Tell us everything that went down. Yeah. Um, how's was... your husband allowed? <sighs> not like, but not everything. Okay, no, from the beginning to end, I'm gonna go through every <laughs> On small day one, detail. I woke up at 5 30. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was lovely. I'm gonna be honest, like le- leading up to it, I was so freaking stressed because everything kept changing. Everything felt so last minute because we planned this for like a year and a half ago, changed mm-hmm. it four times. Then with COVID, all the like guest numbers changed like three weeks before the event. We're like, what the heck are we going to do? But I feel like it went so well. And I think the main thing for us is we told each other before, like whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. There's no point in like dwelling on this and worrying about everything the day of. So um, the wedding was September 4th. We did it at Casa Loma. Nice. Beautiful. It was so lovely. Hair and makeup started at 3.30 a.m. for me. 3.30? 3.30 a.m. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I tried to get to bed by, like, 11, but my mom and I were staying in the same hotel room to get ready. We stayed at the Sheraton Parkway, like, this really grand suite. Um, And my mom snores. And, you know, my feet sleeping is so, like, I'm a very (laughs) light sleeper. And I was like, can't. Are you kidding me right now? So I didn't want to wake up my mom because she was going to get up the same time I did. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let her sleep and I'll move to the couch. Move to the couch. Could not before sleep. your wedding, you had to sleep on the couch. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I switched back and forth three times. And finally at like 1.30, I was like, mom, I got an hour and a half. I need to sleep. Can you wake up and go somewhere else or something? So she did that. Um, but 3.30 a.m., hair and makeup started. That's the kind of time you get up, like, when they're making you look like Avatar. Yeah, totally. Right? Like, okay, yeah. I did not you, look like Avatar. I'll be very to be, clear. You have to be on set at, like, <laughs> yeah. noon. Yeah, that's, like, that's way too early. No, but because, like, our bridal looks are so intricate. Like, the hair took three and a half hours. But what time were you expected to be finished? Like, what? What, when did your actual day start then? 7.30 a.m. is when the photographers arrived at the hotel right. to do, like, getting ready photos, start yeah. getting video stuff. But I had to be at Casa Loma for 9.30. Okay. okay, so then you and Talal, did you see each other before the ceremony? No. You we, didn't? No. So you went the entire day. Now, were you texting each other or anything? Uh, no, I tried no. not to. So you get to the ceremony. Yes. And you, he's out there first? He's out there first. So before even that, like, they lined us up because for our entrance, like, typically for us, we come out to, like, toss the drumming. It's a really big thing for our culture. So um, everyone entered, and I was, like, by myself. The wedding coordinator had me by myself in the middle of, like, the lobby area of Casaloma. And then I start getting, like, overwhelmed because I'm like, oh, my God, I've known this dude since I was 11. Like, where has time gone? Like, I'm finally getting married. Mm-hmm. And I'm crying. And Aww. then all these tourists come up to me. They're like, hey, can we take a picture with you? And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just like crying. You're like, I woke up at 3.30 for this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. these photos and then finally like the coordinator got me they're like all right she has to get married so i was supposed to walk in with my parents but i just went blank like as soon as i saw the law at the end i was like oh my god and i dipped i left them Run in the bride? dust <laughs> yeah they 
publicly. And I didn't realize, like, I was just so happy. And then when everyone, like, sent me their Instagram stories afterwards, I was like, oh, crap. I was, like, six feet ahead of my parents. I was like, peace out. I'm getting married. And then he was there. And then that's how it all happened. So what do you guys, so how does it go? Do you, do you do, like, personal vows? Or how did that, how did that all go down? We were an interfaith marriage. So we did part of the Muslim ceremony as well as part of the Hindu ceremony. So it was really nice that, like, both families got to experience something that they were familiar with. So if you're not saying something to each other then, Mm -hmm. do you say something to each other at some point? Like, was it later in the night? Was it, like, did you guys do that thing privately where you sort of did what would be vows, where you talked about how much you mean to each other? we did uh, letters to each other before. Yeah. The, the wedding. What was in his letter? I read it like after the reception, actually. Because oh, yeah. the, the <laughs> photographer had it. And then they're like, oh crap, we still have your wedding letter. So I read it wait later. But and what did he say? Um, to be honest, don't remember. But wow. uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. something about, you know, it's been a long time coming. Something Love you. about. <laughs> something about. Right? The guy that you've known since you're 11. Something about. 11 years what, did you, honest, what did you write in yours? I to don't him. remember what I wrote either. You don't even know what you wrote in your letter? I don't remember. But, okay, Shem... I don't believe you at all. You know exactly what you wrote. You know exactly what you wrote. Okay, but I'll be honest. At the reception, we both made speeches. I was an emotional wreck. I couldn't hold myself together. Because, you know, you thank your families and all this stuff, but I was like, let me talk about my husband. And I was just like, my husband is so great. And then it was just a mess from there. What did you say, though? I talked about how... You know, we've been through so many things together and it was so amazing having a partner by my side who through all these challenges, like being an interfaith couple and all that stuff, Mm. we were able to work through so many things together and we were so blessed in that sense to have like families who are able to like look past differences and come together for something special like this. And just talking about like how, you know, our, our story was, like, all over the place. Like, we went to middle school together, went to different high schools, met in grade 12, kind of liked each other, but then stopped talking for a year and a half. Then we went to university together. So it was just, like, all these signs to me that I was like, the law is the one. And mm-hmm. then he ended up being the one. So it was really nice just to celebrate all of that. And now I got another ring. Yes, I'm a do. married woman. It's just like cool to say my husband. I just like pull it out all the time. Did you make him sleep on the couch during the honeymoon? No, I didn't. No, (laughs) you may sleep beside me, husband. Oh, you may. (laughs) Well, welcome back, Diva. Still separate blankets, though. Still separate blankets. That might not change. (laughs) Sometimes change. Welcome back, Diva, and congratulations. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Welcome to it. It is Montero Day. Oh, yes, it is. I don't know if you saw on Lil Nas X's Twitter yesterday, no. but he had like a baby shower for oh, the baby. For God's sake. Yeah. Really? He had like the prosthetic belly and everything. <laughs> and then he was on the toilet uh, giving birth. He yeah. loves the prosthetics, huh? Mm-hmm. He did. Remember when he did giant boobs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he, uh, he gave birth yeah. yesterday. What do you mean he gave birth? Like on a toilet? Like a yeah. teenager at prom? Mm-hmm. It was like, he was like, I think it's coming out. And it's the album yeah. release. It's so weird. He always has to go extra. But that's Lil Nas X. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, no. 15 songs on the album. I like that number. 41 minutes total. I like that number too. Um, And the reason for that is because every song on the album yeah. is pretty much two and a half minutes long. Yeah. Um, 
Jack Harlow's on the album. Doja Cat's on the album. Meg The Stallion is on the album. Right. Elton John is on the album. Yeah, what does that song sound like? Let me play is it, for it you. Yeah, because that, that's the one that I was real curious about. Because El, on Elton John's new album, he yeah. also has a song with Lil Nas X. Right. So this is uh, called One of Me. Lil Nas X and Elton John. I like this. I don't like that. Do this here. Don't you do that. Say you want to me. Say you want to me. Yeah, yeah. Say you want to me. Say you want to me. Yeah, yeah. I like this. I don't like that. Do this here. Don't you do that. Say you want to me. Say you want to me. Yeah, yeah. Say you want to me. Say you want to me. Yeah, yeah. Say you wanna me, say you need the validation. Tell me that you think you won't top your last creation. Word on the block is you fell off and I'm just saying if it ain't no town roll, little Nazi ain't playing just stick to what you best. So that's called uh, one of me on so the Nazi. But is Elton John not on that song? So here's the thing. It features Elton John. But when you listen to the song, you don't hear Elton John's voice. What? Yeah. He's just playing piano on the track. And that's it. No. Yes, but he's still credited as a feature. So I don't know if that was part of the that's deal. That's a bait and switch, man. Right? And I don't know if maybe part of the deal of getting Lil Nas X on the Elton John album was you... So what I think is on the Elton John album, you're going to have Elton John's voice with Lil Nas X's voice. Right. But I think part of the deal would have been... If you want me to be on your album, I'll only play piano. Interesting. Interesting. Because it doesn't, Elton John doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. Elton John strikes me as the kind of guy that's like, you want me to sing a couple lines? I'll sing a couple lines. Call Bernie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll cost you a million yeah. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miley Cyrus is on the album. Okay. Does so she not, sing or is she the, playing? Uh, not the only Cyrus. Or is she that like beatboxing? Lil Nas X <laughs> has teamed up with. This song is called Am I Dreaming? Every song. Cyrus comes in on this song. By the way, Lil Nas X Montero album is out right now. This track features Miley Cyrus. It's called Am I Dreaming? And yes, Shiraz, she does sing. Tears running dry, shattered inside, but I still got a smile. As I'm sinking, I relive the story. Her voice, man. Oh, bro, I love Miley's voice. She's got that raspy, almost raspy, smoky voice. It's interesting. He's created, um, like a collection of, and I haven't heard them all, but this is a collection of individual pieces of art as opposed to making a Hip hop album, a dance album, like whatever it is. Like He's got this everything. is. I gotta tell you guys, this album it's interesting from Lil Nas to me. X yeah. is really, really good. Yeah. Because yeah. you get such a big mix. This it's is not the way albums all, used to be, by the way. Yeah, it's not right? all hip hop. Like there are some rapping songs on there. Yeah. But then there's like beautiful singing songs. 
And Lil Nas X can really, really sing. This is going to be the new, the uh, next single, by the way. It's called That's What I Want. It's got a music video for it and everything. Yeah, he should be really proud of this. This yeah. is really good. It's oh, really good. I'm glad you asked whether or not he's proud of this because prior to the album dropping, yeah. uh, an interview that he did with Zane Lowe on Apple Music yeah. uh, was released. And that exact same question uh, on if he's proud of this this work came up. Congrats, by the way. Yeah. Montero, man. Yeah, it's like, you. you must be really proud of that body of work. <laughs> because I'm so proud. Yeah, I actually committed to that and 100% like gave my all and you know yeah i can say that yeah so it's there you uh, go. it is such a great mix of it's a really good collection of tracks a really good songs. collection yeah a uh, new album from Lil Nas X is out right now it's called Montero uh, 15 songs, 41 minutes, really easy to listen and i think you guys are really going to like it the Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast uh, DJ Khaled is trending. I don't know if you saw this or if you saw why. So there's a video that's out right now. Mm-hmm. And it's DJ Khaled at home, right? And there's a big, uh, like a dinner table. Enough room for 10 people. Okay. DJ Khaled is at the head of the table. To his left is Fat Joe. Fat and then, Joe. Yep. And then a bunch of people who I can't identify, I don't know who they are, mm-hmm. sitting to the left of Fat Joe. To DJ Khaled's right is Drake. Okay. And then there's another person who I don't know, and then I assume on the other end of the table is where Khaled's wife will be sitting, okay? Okay. The table is just full of food. And mm. DJ Khaled is standing there at the head of the table, his wife's next to him, and he is asking the chef, her name is Melissa. You're going to hear, I'm going to play the audio, right? And say, Chef Melissa, what are we eating tonight, right? Mm. So she's going to go through everything that's on this table, okay? Mm. (laughs) The funny thing is, so as she's trying to do her thing, Khaled keeps interrupting her to the point where, (laughs) because this DJ Khaled doing his Khaled thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to the point where his wife has to tell him to shush. Okay. (laughs) But listen to this. Melissa. What do we have for dinner tonight? What do we have for dinner tonight? <laughs> Chef Melissa. You see okay. the zippers out here. You were all so out. Antino, this is an Alaskan king crab with a little bleepo butter and anchovies. We have some curry goat, homemade beef patties. This is just a little bit of calamari with a swimming aioli. Uh, mascarpone with roasted cherries and hazelnuts. And also grapes. Um, polenta mushrooms salad, mm. like a lamb. Too, huh? um, these are Chinese long beans that were just charred underneath the structure. Chef Melissa, what do we have for dinner today? <laughs> artichoke salad. What's this, Chef Melissa? This is like right? It smells so Wait, chocolate. She's coming around like this cappuccelli with what? Bolognese. Yeah, bolognese. Melissa. Chicken parm. Chicken parm. Brown stew chicken. We got Sweet. Caribbean Italian. Wow. Okay, Fusion. what else? 
So hold on here. They got like Jamaican patties and bolognese. Yeah, and king crab. And king crab and a, and a leg of lamb? Yeah, they're Jesus. Good. Somebody on Twitter said, I don't know if I would like all those. I don't know if I would like all those flavors together. Like that's sort maybe of like a little a, something for everybody though, because you may be yeah. into the beef patties, but maybe you don't want the the bolognese. Sure. Right? Maybe you want the king crab, but you don't want the, the, sure. the lamb. But that's right? like going to Pretty a buffet, right? Where when sure. you go to a buffet, you are like you walk up to the buffet and you're like, God, I would love a little bit of everything, but you never do. You always sort of match your food so you don't get thrown off, mm-hmm. right? And then the meal's ruined when you go back and you try to force yourself to try to have that one thing that maybe you were eyeing before you loaded up plate number one. Right, right, yes. It's at that point you're like, I didn't like, really need. Like, I don't, want, I don't want to do turkey and stuffing and a half a bologna sandwich. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just ruin everything yeah. on plate one. Yeah, right there. You ruin yeah. that experience. Yeah. Uh, somebody on Twitter said Cal seems exhausting. His wife keeps telling him oh, to God. shut up. And then people are are. It's so funny the way people like analyze these videos, right? Because Drake who's sitting there next to Khaled, just to Khaled's right. Yeah, his cup. Whatever it was he was drinking, well, it looked like it was empty or almost empty. Yeah. So, like, there's a ton of comments. People are like, yo, please, somebody fill up Drake's cup. Oh, my God. He's going to be sitting there a while. <laughs> so thirsty. Yeah. There's a lot of salt on that leg of lamb. Another person said, by the time they start eating, it'll be cold. Yeah. This <laughs> college just keeps interrupting. <laughs> but he's got to be, like... Yeah. I'm sure he's like this. And I don't know if it's because he knew that they were filming him. Yeah. But, or if he's just this extra all the time. Melissa... What do we have for dinner tonight? What do we have for dinner tonight? Chef Melissa. You see the zippers out here. You were Officer Sorrentino, this is an Alaskan king crab with a little bleepo butter and anchovies. We have some curry goat, homemade beef patties. This is just a little bit of calamari with a spinning aioli. Marscapone with roasted cherries and hazelnuts. And also grapes. Polenta mushrooms. Salad, a leg of lamb. Too, huh? um, these are Chinese long beans that were just charred underneath the structure. Shut up, this is what we have for dinner it's like, I'm working on it, man. She's like, I'm telling you. What's this, Chef Melissa? This is It smells so Wait, truffle. Wait, coming around. There's cappuccelli with what? Bolognese? Yeah, bolognese. Chef Melissa. Chicken parm. Brown stew chicken. We got three minutes to Okay, what else? So that's what dinner is like at DJ Khaled's house. Exhausting. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. There's this... Photo going viral right now from MSNBC. And it's about how to avoid passive aggressive responses when sending work emails. Mm-hmm. So it's one of these instead of saying, per my last email, mm-hmm. try saying, I'm following up on the below. Okay. Instead of saying, for future reference, say, in case it's helpful. Mm. Instead of saying, bumping this to the top of your inbox. Yeah. Say, I know you're busy, but I thought I'd check in on this. Mm, Instead of saying, going forward, you should be writing, how about we try doing? Mm, That's a good one. I may implement some of those. I, uh, first of all, I don't care when it comes to, (laughs) I I, I tend to lean, like, passive aggressive. I tend to lean, Maury's passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, I'm either just 
normal or aggressive aggressive. Uh, Is it passive, passive aggressive, aggressive if you don't uh, know what you're doing? No, no you know. You, you know what know. you're doing. You know exactly what you know, know what you're doing. Like I'm I'm aggressive. Like you don't I'm mean a, to I'm be. A, I'm aggressive aggressive, mm-hmm. right? I will reply to an email that is long with just the word no. No thank you if I'm feeling generous. Oh, wow. Depends right? on the day. Yeah, depends on the day. <laughs> I will reply to long emails that with just a simple no yeah. or, or, or no thank you um, or that sounds like a you problem. Oh, um, good one. Right? Good one. Um, but passive aggressive is what Maury does. And all the time. Mo- all the time mm-hmm. with the passive aggressive. But I don't mean to be is what yeah, I'm you saying. Do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. 100% you do. No, I just, I write, I respond. Like, I'm not like, let me think of, about being passive aggressive. No, but your nature is passive aggressive mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Right, but it doesn't, it just comes to me naturally. Right, but but you don't lean. You just but, said that. But you don't <laughs> go, I know, isn't that weird, right? But you don't <laughs> lean towards honesty. You lean towards passive aggressiveness. Well, whatever gets the answer. <laughs> but when it comes to being super passive aggressive, you're never going to get the answer that you want because it's so blatant and it turns people off immediately, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I go aggressive aggressive. I don't right. go passive aggressive. But I add like an emoji, like a happy face. Well, because that helps, mm-hmm. right? So instead of saying for future reference, say in case it's helpful with what emoji would go with that? Like a happy face. Like a happy face, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, because that's not how you do business, man. It's not how you do business. Are you passive aggressive? Uh, I can be. You can be. Do yeah. you do you, going through this list? Do you ever write per my last email? Uh, no, I've never written that. Have you ever written for future reference? Yes, I have. You ever written bumping this to the top of your inbox? No, I don't. Oh, like that I one. hate that one. Yeah, that I one hate, annoys I hate out that me. one. I hate that one. I also hate. You know what people do now when what? I get stuff? People will send you an email that's the first email they've sent you, but they format it to look like we've already been having a conversation. Oh, I've never and seen then, that. And then the yeah, and then the email is like, "Hey, just doubling back on this, but what? you've never sent me something before." People will send you emails, okay? And in the subject line, it has R E R E R E colon, and then the and then the subject oh, to grab your attention. Yes, right. <gasps> and then and then it'll have, "Hey, just wanted to double back on this." Then it'll have that space where it has their email information, everything else, yeah. and then the bulk of their email below. But there is nothing below that from they from no the, other transcript, no other transcripts from oh, them talking to me. That's so dirty. I think I've missed something. Uh huh. Right? And it takes me a while to realize, no, we have not been talking about this. This is just your way to get me to reply because you then put me in a position to feel that I've missed something. And then you hit reply and write? No. (laughs) (laughs) Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Courtney, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Thanks. You going through it, huh? For the first time, what's up? Yeah, my family is moving away without me, and I'm kind of freaking out. You wrote it says, Razamoka fixed my life. My mom is moving to PEI and taking my two younger sisters with her. Uh, I'm overwhelmed, uh, afraid that I'm going to fail staying here. Uh, I started my own life. I've been living with my boyfriend for the past five years. I went to school on my own, bought a car on my own. I work three jobs and have my own small business to support myself. Hmm. Uh, she keeps asking me to go with her, and of course, I am debating it because they're the only family that I have once they leave. I have no one to fall back on or uh, any sort of support system if anything goes wrong. Hmm. Well, How you old are... are you? How old are you? How old are you? I'm 23. Okay, cool. And you're already doing all this other stuff solo, right? So you'll still yeah. be able to do that stuff when your family moves away. But I understand that 
um, having them in the same city as you right now, like that, that's your, your, your comfort zone, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, she's a five minute drive. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So if anything happens, I literally drive down the road and I see her, or I see yeah. my sisters and things. How long you been with your boyfriend for? Uh, about five years now. So how does he feel knowing that you may go out east? He's trying to do everything he can to keep me here, right? Like yeah. he bought me an iPad. He bought me things so that I can FaceTime them. Like He's been a great support system. But why don't you look at him? Because you had said in your letter to us that you were worried that you were going to lose your support system. And where does he fit into all of this? Like, is he part of your support system or no? Yeah, like 100% he is. It's just like... If I was to fight with him or fight with his family because we live with his family, Mm -hmm. I don't have anybody to run to if I need somebody to talk to, right? Y'all fight a lot? No, not not crazy, but he works long hours. He works in construction. So, I mean, he's gone for 13 hours a day. Yeah. So whenever I come home from work, I want to see somebody, I go to my mom's, right? Right, right, right. I, I think that what, you, what you're, I mean, what you're, there's two things going on here. I think that you are terrified of losing your net. Yeah. Okay. And I think that you are not so much feeling like you're being abandoned or your support system. I think that you are worried about being lonely. And, I think so too. And loneliness is a killer. Loneliness is the thing that we fear and we don't know it. We try and like bottle it up and wrap it up and pretend that it's something else, but it just comes down to loneliness. Um, but if you were, what's your business that you started? Um, I sell resin products. Okay. So let's say that you and your resin product company, right? Let's say that somebody um, really liked what you were doing. And they were like, man, you and me can partner up and we can get this thing and it's going to explode and financially it's going to take care of us and we're all going to be happy. However, I need you and maybe your boyfriend, if he's into it, you guys got to move to Boston. Mm. Okay. Would you go? I think I would go, but I know that he wouldn't. Okay. Mm. But you would go, meaning you would leave your mom. Yeah. And let's just say you move out east to be with your mom. What happens, like, you're not going to be, like, living there in her home for the rest of your life, right? Like, I assume you wouldn't. Um, You're still going to want to be out on your own, right? Yeah, I'd want to have my own independence. So it's just the comfort of knowing that she's, like, within the the, the drive, the five, ten-minute drive. Yeah, exactly. So you already know that if if put in the position, you could make it on your own, right? You already know yeah. that. You've already made well, that she decision. Has been you already for the past how many years? No, but now? I mean if you had to move away from them. Right. Right? If if the decision yeah. was yours, you already know that you have that in you to succeed without them. What you are going through right now is the fact that you feel like you're being abandoned and that you're going to be yeah. lonely. But you already know you can do it on your own. You've already made it up in your mind that if if it if need be, you could do this all on your own without them. You could move away from them. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so it's they're... they're, they're, they're I know, I know, but yeah. guess but guess what? They got their own lives. Yeah, I know. You know, part of being in a family and, and, and part of wanting, you know, everybody in your family to succeed is letting and, and supporting other people sort of live out their dreams. And if your mom wants to move to PEI because she just has that thing in her, she's just like drawn to that place, you have to let her go. And not only that, you got to not guilt trip her about it. Yeah. And I've been trying to be so supportive and like, it's just hard because I have a six year old sister that I, I helped with for the past six years. Right. So I'm like, 
I don't want to lose out on her moving no, and not being able to see her all the time. It sucks. And it sucks. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. But you got a life and you got a guy that sounds like he really loves you. Yeah, he's he's great. Right? You gotta, you'll got you make it work. You will absolutely make this work. You have already figured out that you can do this on your own. Um, yeah. And you got to look at what you have because it sounds like you got a pretty damn good life. I hope so. <laughs> you poor kid. It sucks. You know, 23. Yeah, You're going to miss your mom. Yeah. It's all you good, are. though. You are it's all miss good, your though. Mom. Yeah. Use that new iPad. FaceTime her every single day. Get on the phone with her every single day. Yeah, I'm hoping to. Yeah. All right? I'm, I hope it works it's out. Not like she's gonna move. It's not like she's going to move away and forget about you completely or have no time for you. Know. She'll <laughs> probably want to call you and FaceTime you just as much. Is your mom moving because you suck and she wants to get, like, far away from you? Wow. She just might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we didn't we didn't look at that angle. Yeah. <laughs> I need yeah, distance. I mean, just don't see her enough, so she just... One thing you don't it. know about Courtney is that she is so clingy. <laughs> just a little. Why do you think your boyfriend works 15 hours a day? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Courtney. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just call and FaceTime your mom every day, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. All right, All right girl. Sending you lots of love. Take care. Have a great day. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. I love Ted Lasso. Mmm, my favorite show right now. But that episode on the weekend was not it. No. Everybody agrees. That was the worst episode. Don't even know what they did. Don't know what they were thinking. Uh, no idea what the purpose was, where it fit into the overall story. Yeah. For a character that is there to support when he can yeah throughout the rest of the season yeah right i i i they're they've lost me on two episodes in a row now oh you didn't even like the last no before here's what i don't like and i think it's too soon i think we're we're only in season two and i don't think you need to attach so much meaning to things that don't necessarily need it when you're doing a comedy Mm mm-hmm um, and not that it can't be emotional because it's a very emotional show. I don't mind all the scenes with like Jamie and his dad coming in and all that stuff. All that stuff is great. But they sort of lost me when they gave Ted the backstory of his oh, father killing it. himself. Hated because it. it just, it changes everything. It changes the way you look at him. Is he now this nice because it's a defense mechanism? Is he this nice? And he, and I know, because they already had a great thing going mm-hmm. with him and his wife and the kids and missing the kids. That was a fantastic storyline um which they abandoned this season for the most part there was no real mention Um, other than a couple of times about his kids back home the last time they mentioned it was the christmas episode episode i think four or five exactly right that was the last time um and we're already into this week i don't know if this week is the season finale but this friday is going to be uh episode 10 yeah but, uh, but anyway, uh, so it, it did very well at the Emmys last night. Mm. Uh, Hannah Waddingham won. Jason Sudeikis won. Uh, Roy Kent won. Yeah. Uh, play a little bit of the uh, of the, the Roy Kent uh, acceptance speech. What's the guy's name again? Um, Brett, I, Brett Goldstein. Thank you. Um, I was, I was, I was uh, very, very specifically told I'm not allowed to swear. So um, <laughs> uh, 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 thank you, Warners. Thank yes. you, Apple. Thank you, ID. Thank you, the, the team. Uh, 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 to, to my teammates that I'm nominated with, and all my teammates, this cast make me sick, they're so good. And, uh, and I, I want to say uh, to my mum, my dad, Tara, Matt, Zebby, and Bo, and Beth, I love you. Uh, and lastly, I want to say to Jason, Bill, Brendan, and Joe Kelly, 
thank you for creating this show and for inviting me to be part of it. It has been one of the greatest honours, privileges and privileges. I just said that twice, but it's a double privilege. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most privileged privilege uh, and pleasures of my life. And uh, this is... Be back. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jason Sudeikis uh, winning, oh, winning as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that the show is winning. I want it to come back. I just sort of wanted to get back on track a little yeah, bit. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sean Mendez on with Stephen Colbert last night. Hmm. Wearing brown bell bottoms and a cardigan. Um, Strong look. Yeah, but those bell bottoms are like bigger than I've ever seen. <laughs> like custom, absolutely. Yeah, sure. I mean, they right? could be Dior. I mean, that, that's how, if you ever look at, uh, what's his name, how he dresses. Who? Oh, don't. Shawn Mendes? No. Oh. Uh, what's that guy's name? Why his dress is weird. What? No, not him. Not Harry Styles. The other guy who Shawn dresses Mendes. even more weird. Oh. No. Um, the guy, you know. No, no, no. The other guy. Um, he's got long hair. Shawn Mendes. No, oh. longer hair and a beard. Jared Leto? Jared Leto, thank oh. you. No, <laughs> is it Jared Leto? Is that who I'm thinking about? He's also know. a singer? The Joker. Yeah. Jared Leto. Jared Leto, yeah. Joaquin Jared, Phoenix. Yeah, no, Jared Leto. When you see Jared Leto, he's wearing some whack stuff. But when you actually Jason break down Momoa. when you break down what his outfit is, Jared Leto is... Good one, Jason Momoa. No, Jared Leto, Jared Leto <laughs> is wearing like $20,000 worth of clothes. Henry Cavill. Right? No, you no, no, stop it, you jerk. Anyway, um, Sean uh, uh, Menzies was on... Uh, Mendes. Uh, Mendes <laughs> was on... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got him tripped up. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Sean Mendes was on with... Uh, this is a disaster. Stephen Colbert last night. Uh, play this clip. Talking about writing during quarantine. Last month, uh, you released a new single called Summer of Love. Was the quarantine uh, a creative time for you? Like, did, were you ever just, just to hole up and, and crank out songs? No, 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 no. No, it was brutal. Yeah, it was absolutely brutal. And I feel so the like... The isolation didn't help. You have to be with I, other people. It didn't help. It did help me kind of change the course of what I was writing about. I was writing a lot about Camila. I still wrote a lot about Camila. Um, but <clears throat> I, uh, I started just, like, thinking about things I cared about. I have a song called Wonder, and I'm talking a lot about small, like, in small ways, big problems. And that was a beautiful thing. And I, I never probably would have dove into that if it wasn't for being at home. Hmm. Joshua Jackson, that's who you think. No, stop it. Um, Sean Mendez on uh, on social media and uh, what it feels like to uh, sometimes face some criticism. Do you, do you still, how do you feel about being on social media? Because it can be exhausting. I have a very, like, most of the time hate relationship with social media. I think it's like a beautiful thing when you can rally people together to do something in a positive way. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing when people are saying good things about you. Feels really good. <laughs> and when they say bad things about oh, you? Oh, that's the worst. Wow. Yeah. That might happen to me someday. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm ready for it, but yeah, it I might just happen. <laughs> it is sad, isn't it? Because we really can have a good experience on there, but it's not like a place for agreement. No. It, t- it tends to be a place for conflict. For conflict and for judgment. Yeah. Which is kind of a lazy way to communicate yeah, pure boring. conflict. We're way smarter than that. We so what do you do with your time? Like, what do, you, what do you try to replace that social media time with? Because it's an addictive, it's like a time hole yeah. you can fall into. Yeah, 
I, I mean, I, I honestly wish I could say I'm good at not being on social media, but I'm not. I'm on it all the time. I suck at it. And Do you ever just delete all the apps? Yeah, all the time. And for like three days until I did download them again. Um, <laughs> and then you're like, Golem going for the precious. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston, that's who you're thinking no, of. No, it's not. You're such a jerk. <laughs> Danny Radcliffe. <laughs> no. Uh, did he release tour dates or no? He did not. Oh, because when you listen to this clip, it sounded like they were going to be released last Sean night. Sean Mendez, by the way, talking to uh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. You're, you're announcing the tour dates tomorrow. Yeah. I do want to point out that technically it is tomorrow right now. This is after midnight. Nice. Do you want to drop any hints on where the tour dates are? Most places. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> you live in one of those most places. Yes. Keep an ear peeled. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, most places. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Number 43 from your Toronto Raptors, Pascal Siakam. Wow. Uh, he's back in the city getting ready for the for the season. And Pascal hasn't been in Toronto for the longest time. Right. So, Where's home base for him? Where does he live? Do you know? Outside of TDOT? Mm. No idea. No? Mm-mm. I just assume ball players have spots in like but like America, that, America, yeah, like right? the city that they're they're playing for. Yeah. But then other times in either like Miami or LA, right? More so Miami though. Right, right, right. Because it's weird for me because like when you when you start thinking like when you think of like hockey players, like so many of them are from like Europe, and so sure. so off season for them isn't necessarily hanging out in Canada or the U.S. They they travel the globe. If you go to Pascal Siakam's YouTube channel, there's a great video where. He's kind of like taking a tour, doing his own thing around Toronto for the very first time in a long time and just visiting different spots. He stumbles across like a a basketball court, see a couple of kids playing and decides to hoop in with them. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, But the funniest part of the video is Pascal Siakam getting onto a streetcar, TTC streetcar and bypassing like the Presto tab. And just standing there thinking that the streetcar, to take the streetcar, is no charge. He thinks that it's free. Oh. <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, man. Oh, you got to pay for this? <laughs> for real? <laughs> Trying to see if I can pay. I haven't been on one. It's my first time. Crazy. That's that different. I like it. I like people's vibe. I feel like people don't bother nobody. I like it. Everyone's just chilling in the business, trying to get out. Just wanted to get that real feel. That's all. That's all I'm looking for, man. Real Toronto, man. Take the streetcar. People don't even know it's you. Yeah, they don't know it's me. I like it though. Yeah. And so they, they don't even expect me to be here. But guess what? We're here. He's <laughs> <laughs> lucky he didn't get a ticket. Yeah. How much is a streetcar now? Three dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, of course. It's three- <laughs> Uh, that's spicy Pete. You can see that on his uh, his YouTube channel. <laughs> He's so shocked. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, here we are, y'all. Here, here we are, y'all. I like that. Uh, hey, Mocha. Uh-huh. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss ninety two five news break. 
Uh, Jennifer Aniston was doing the, um, God, Rob Lowe, everybody's got a podcast, huh? Rob Lowe has a podcast. Uh, So Jennifer Aniston was talking to Rob Lowe on his podcast about what it was really like doing the Friends reunion. So here's uh, Jennifer Aniston. We didn't know what what it would look like. I mean, we'd been hearing about it for a long time. We knew that people wanted it. Fans really wanted some kind of a reunion. But I unwrap a perfectly packaged, you know, leave it where it was. It, it's let's not disrupt it but i think it really took us all down way harder than we anticipated really oh for sure because in, in your mind it's you think oh this will be really fun to time travel it turns out oh ouch it's kind of hard to time travel because you're going back to a time and mind you it is when i say the set was put back exactly it was the exact same everything down to the little tchotchkes on the shelves and little tiny things that had been in a storage space for this whole time. Crazy. All of a sudden, here you are, and, you know, 16 years, a lot has gone on for each of us. And then, so so going back there, you, you're, you're, it's, it's nostalgic in a way that's, that's kind of also a little melancholy. And you sort you know? of got that when you watched it. Like, oh, it wasn't time. like, oh, my God, this is amazing when they all walked in. It was... No, it was there's that like, one scene where they're walking around the apartment, the yeah, set, and yeah. they're like analyzing, like even the beam yeah. that was uh, separating or, or in between, like the the like the living room area and like the the kitchen. But it right? didn't look happy. Like it didn't. Like they weren't. Like nobody walked in and was like, "Oh my oh, god, no, this no, no, is no, no, so no. great!" Like they all sort of had this. Like they were all kind of in like a state of almost shock and yeah, I guess melancholy, which is weird. exactly what she said. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Grimes, who is the uh, partner of Elon Musk and their son, who I believe they call, what do they call him? Ash? But he has that name, XAEA12 kind yeah. of thing. So she revealed uh, in an interview with Vogue before the Met Gala that the son doesn't call her mom or mommy. Oh the, the son calls her Claire, her real name. What? Yeah. No. What would happen to you at home if you ever called your mommy her real name? Like a smack across the head. Would you, Shem? <laughs> what happened if you ever called your mom by your first yeah, name? Not good. Not good, huh? Yeah. No, I'm not going to ask you more. I don't have a mom. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. See, I you're didn't the say one that. that said it. You said I it, more. I didn't try and exclude you, you but you're we the one that... We normally try to, yeah, right? to include you in conversation. I didn't what, what am I supposed to say? Not Thank that you. We were just trying Nothing, to be sensitive yeah. to the situation. I was trying to be sensitive. I didn't want you to feel excluded. Did, but did you ever did? try that move, calling your mom by her first yeah, name? Yeah, I was fine. I didn't grow I don't grow up in a Guyanese household. You know what I mean? Ass whoopings and everything. Right? Will you call me? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Emmy Awards last night. Couple of the big headlines. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale set the record for the most Emmy losses oh. <laughs> in a single season. Jeez. There's a new champion. That's got to be a terrible headline to read. Um, they had 21 nominations, lost every single one of them. Oh, uh, no. That beats the previous record held by uh, Mad Men back in 2012 when they were nominated for 17 and lost every single one of them. Uh, only three shows earned more nominations than The Handmaid's Tale, and that of course was the crown the mandalorian and wandavision uh wandavision another big story shut out at the primetime emmys Hmm. and even though it's sort of genre-y and it's marvel-y people still thought a Catherine hahn should definitely have won best supporting yeah um 
Elizabeth Olsen was just incredible, and also and also Paul Bettany, but all of them shut out at the uh, at the Emmys. Yeah, but look at the 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 comp. Not saying the show wasn't good. I loved it, right? Yeah, but competition wise, but that performance though, like Elizabeth Olsen was so sure. good in that show. Sure, yeah, but given the choice, I would watch Ted Lasso over WandaVision. Sure. Yeah, but even but even Catherine Hahn though, like that's a it's a it's tough it's tough. Um, but a couple of the other big surprises: uh, Tobias Menzies of The Crown beating out Michael K. Williams for the Best Supporting Actor. Kate Winslet in Mare of Easttown. Uh, a lot of people were saying that Anna Taylor Joy was going to win for the Queen's Gambit. Uh, she, she did not. She nothing. did not win. No, Damn. nothing. Um, and then uh, Ewan McGregor for Halston. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought Paul Bettany should have got it for WandaVision. Uh, and then Olivia Coleman, who I mean, nobody's really surprised when Olivia Coleman wins. Was um, she from again? The Crown. Oh, but people were really thinking that Emma Corrin, Corrin from The Crown, who mm-hmm. played Princess Diana, was going to win, but it wasn't. It was Olivia Coleman. Like, you know, like, um, Josh O'Connor uh, did as well. So he won for playing a young Prince Charles, and a lot of people thought that this was, once again, going to go to Billy Porter for Pose. So um, that was uh, really a lot of the big upsets from Emmys last night. Uh, the show started out with Cedric the Entertainer uh, as host doing a sort of new version, a tribute to television, but also a tribute to Bismarck Key all at the same time. <laughs> Ever seen the screen you thought was great? 80 inches on the wall, your wife trying to hate. You do not need to be watching that much TV. You just wasting your life away. Wow, everybody's singing, huh? So on stage is uh, Cedric, LL Cool J, Rita Wilson, Mandy Moore. Uh, Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross, Billy wow. Porter. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen, after that, uh, went on stage and said, uh, that was truly insane. I was not expecting that. That was like when I was listening to music with my mom and she knew all the words to WAP. <laughs> uh, speaking of Seven days a week speaking, Certified free Speaking of Seth Rogen uh-huh. uh, This is Seth uh, Handing out an award Last night With a uh, very like Real sort of Astute observation About the room Good to be here At the Emmy Awards Let me start by saying There is way too many Of us in this little room <laughs> Yes What are we doing They said this was outdoors It's not <laughs> They lied to us. We're in a hermetically sealed tent right now. I would not have come to this. Why is there a roof? It's more important that we have three chandeliers than that we make sure we don't kill Eugene Levy tonight. That is what has been decided. This is insane. I went from wiping my groceries to having Paul Bettany sneeze in my face. So that's a big week. Anyone's going to sneeze in my face, Paul. I want it to be you. Um, All right. That's all the jokes I wrote. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Emmys last night. Really, it was The Crown. It was um, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Mayor of Eastwood did very well. A lot of shutouts, a lot of surprises. But uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis picking up a couple of awards as uh, exec producer and then again for uh, lead actor for Ted Lasso. 
Uh, I would say that um, you know this show is about family. The show is about mentors and teachers. The show is about um, teammates. And I wouldn't be here without those three, you know, <laughs> uh, things in my life. Um, first off, I, I want to thank my my folks, Dan and Kathy. I want to thank my sisters, Kristen and Lindsay. Uh, I want to thank my sisters uh, uh, that have been uh, chosen uh, through outside of biology, uh, like Rachel. Uh, I want to thank my children, Otis and Daisy. Um, mentors and teachers, I want to thank, uh, you know, people like uh, Mick Napier, uh, folks at Second City, uh, I.O., The Annoyance. Uh, I want to thank folks uh, at SNL. I want to thank Lauren, who went to go take a dump now. Perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll, he's going to get home. He's going to watch it. He loves watching the Emmys at home. It's fine. It's fine. Which home is the big question? Um, Damn. Uh, and I, and I want to thank my teammates. I want to thank my teammates that helped make this show. Uh, Brendan, uh, Brendan and Joe, uh, first and foremost, from, from, from the get-go. Bill. Uh, I want to thank our incredible writing staff. I want to uh, thank uh, our incredible directors. I want to thank uh, my incredible uh, cast. Uh, you know, th look, I I'm only as good as you guys make me look. I, you know, and um, so really, it, it means the world to me to be up here and just be uh, a mirror of what you guys give to me, and, and we reflect back and forth on each other. So, thank you so much. So good. Uh, also, last night, RuPaul broke the record for the most Emmy wins by a person of color. That's good news there. Nice. Love RuPaul. Uh, and uh, backstage, so Ewan McGregor won for his portrayal as Halston, which was sort of a surprise to a lot of people because a lot of people didn't think that he was going to win because that mm -hmm. was like a very mixed-reviewed uh, miniseries. But backstage, he confirmed that the filming portion of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show has wrapped. We finished our shooting, our series, and it was really, really good fun. I really enjoyed working with Deborah Chow, and um, uh, the, you know, I think it will not, I think it will not disappoint. I mean, you know, I think it's going to be good. I, mean, I, I had a really good time making it, and worked with some really wonderful people, uh, lovely people, and uh, the, well, the new, the new technology that we employed doing it is cool and. It was a different experience than making the original three films that I did, and I, and I, I really, really liked it. Oh, it doesn't sound very confident, though. I think it will not disappoint. Right? It's going to be awesome. No, it's going to be awesome. You no, play, play the it. beginning of that again. That, is, that does not sound confident. Series, and it was really, really good fun. I really enjoyed working with Deborah Chow. And, um, uh, the, you know, it, I think it will not. I think it will not disappoint. I mean, <laughs> okay, come on, man. You got to pump the tires a little bit harder than that. I think it will not disappoint. I think it will not disappoint. You could say, my God, it's going to blow people's minds. It's going to be awesome. You don't say, I think it will not disappoint. I think it will not disappoint. I mean, I think That's... because the Mandalorian kind of set that I bar, know, man. right? And for the longest time, anytime a Obi-Wan show or movie came up yeah. fans were like nah i could do without it yeah i don't know i really want the obi-wan show i think oh, there's I'm a story there to tell what i don't like is when they just do stuff where there's no story to tell right that's what bothers me the most well according to obi-wan himself i think it will not disappoint i think I it mean, will not disappoint the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Apparently, uh, phase two of three trials of the Pfizer vaccine two-dose 
uh, for children ages 5 to 11 showed that it is safe and generated a, quote, robust antibody response. Pfizer said in a news release that uh, these are the first such results released for a U.S. COVID-19 vaccine in that age group. So it looks like uh, Pfizer has done trials two Mm. of three. And so we could be looking at the vaccine for people between the ages of 5 and 11. Wow. Which is good news for a lot of people. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. On the red carpet, um, Karamo Brown. Is it Karamo Brown? Karamo Brown was uh, doing uh, reporting duties. And uh, Jennifer Coolidge was there. Jennifer Coolidge was in that show. Not nominated this year, but I guess maybe it could qualify for next year if they decide. Uh, called uh, The White Lotus. But uh, all the, the big story is still what is going on with Legally Blonde 3? Because mm. we had Jennifer Coolidge on this show. And I thought she was just like playing coy when we asked her about Legally Blonde 3 because it really sounded like she had no idea what was going on with Legally Blonde 3. Mm -hmm. And then so Karamo on the red carpet uh, straight up asked Jennifer Coolidge as well about Legally Blonde 3. Um, You're presenting tonight and I know Mindy Kaling's going to be here who's writing Legally Blonde 3. I'm going to corner her. I... I've never, uh, I've never run into her, and um, I'm going to ask her what's happening with the Legally Blonde script. Can, what, writing it. Yeah, what, what do you hope happens with the script that us as all fans, we're hoping as well, but for you, what are you hoping that where the script goes? Just, I hope uh, Reese and I are running really fast for most of it. We're running, <laughs> running from something really fast. You know, what, I don't know. I don't know what will be this time around, yeah. but, um, yeah, I just hope it's some, like, real, like, uh, fast-moving, yeah. you know... Uh, you know, caper type, you yeah. know, that we get into some trouble and stuff. Wow, so she legit knows nothing. I don't, and I don't even know if anybody's ever, if anybody's talked to Jennifer Coolidge yet about it. Like, I don't get the sense that they've like said... Like, she's not in it? I don't in know. It? You think? They can't do Legally Blonde without no. Jennifer Coolidge, no, 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 right? No. But it seems weird to me that she doesn't yet know anything. She, or unless odd. she's like the, the best secret keeper of all time. Yeah, maybe maybe she is. I don't know. Maybe that could be uh, that could be the case. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Daniel Craig gets emotional while saying goodbye uh, to the rest of the cast and crew on what will be his uh, last James Bond film. Listen to Daniel Craig. A lot of people here worked on five pictures with me and I know there's a lot of things said about what I think about these films and all of those or whatever, but I've loved every single second of these movies, and especially this one, because I've got up every morning and I've had the chance to work um, with you guys, and that has been one of the greatest honors of my life. Hmm. Right? You going to watch this last one? Do you like James Bond at all? I never heard you mention James Bond. James Bond is one of those things where everybody, I mean, listen, we all enjoy a James Bond movie, but I've never met any human in my entire life whose favorite movie is a James Bond movie, right? They're just sort of there. I have never watched a James Bond movie. You've never seen one James Bond movie? Mm -mm. Not like from beginning to end. Like I've seen bits and pieces. I couldn't tell you which ones. Right. I don't even know the names of them. Like a Daniel Craig James Bond movie or like a Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie or a Timothy Dalton James Bond movie? No, Sean Connery James Bond movie? A Roger Moore I saw Sean Connery in an Indiana Jones movie. George Lazenby James Bond movie? Who? <laughs> I'm going back. I don't know who that is. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> I know Daniel Craig. Yeah, okay, he's James the most Bond. recent. And then Piers uh, Brosnan's? Yeah. I don't know. No, not Pierce Morgan. It would have been Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Yeah. I know those two guys. Yeah, Timothy James Dalton. Bond. Who's Timothy? Uh, do I know Timothy Dalton? You would not know Timothy Dalton. Roger Moore? Tim. 
Roger Moore. You don't know Roger Moore. Okay. Moonraker? You ever see Moonraker? Timothy Dalton. Hold on, I'm still you ever on seen Timothy a, Dalton. For Your Eyes Only? Timothy Dalton. Oh. A View yeah, to a Kill? I mean, I've seen him on a poster and stuff. Yeah. Um, who's the other guy you said? Roger. George Isn't Lazenby? That... Isn't that oh, what yeah, his name look... is? The old guy, Here. George Lazenby? George L. A Z E Lazen. I'm getting that wrong. B George Lazenby. Bro, this guy's so old. His photo on Google is in black and white. <laughs> Come on. So <laughs> what? How, I, how am I gonna know who this guy is? What? Well, if they I can't don't even know. have a color photo of him on Google Images. I don't Yeah, George Lazenby born 1939. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest James Bond of all time. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Dancing with the Stars premiered last night. Mm. This was a controversial Dancing with the Stars. Uh, every now and then, they throw somebody into the mix that uh, is really there to just get them a little bit of news. And I don't know why Dancing with the Stars wants to be controversial, but they do. Remember when they had Sean Spicer on as a contestant, and oh, everybody, like ago, yeah, yeah. everybody really lost their minds over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether he should have that kind of platform, or whether he should then, be rewarded for that. Wasn't that year also the year that? started rallying behind him and they got him through um yeah because the people are trolls it's what they did with that guy on idol all those years ago Remember oh, that yeah, guy? True. sanjaya thank right? you yeah <laughs> with the hair yeah they almost ruined the show yeah what uh, happened to that guy sanjaya but uh everything that should have happened which was nothing yeah. right um <laughs> but uh, olivia jade is sort of this year's sean spicer olivia jade the um daughter of Lori lachlan and Mass- massimo giannulli uh who they of course did time and paid a whole bunch of fines for that college admission scandal they were mm-hmm. the ones that paid off usc to get her in and then when she wasn't she would just go on youtube and talked about how much she hated school so yeah, she has a poly- new makeup i got she claims she didn't know what her parents were doing mm-hmm. uh but then she went on red table talk and was like sort of honest about it and like, what, how long do you want her to be, like, frozen out of the world for? Like, how long does she have to be punished for? Her parents did time already. Like, they've paid the price. So how long should she have to sit and just be in exile? Apparently not if she's on Dance with the Well, Stars I know, now. but people are still pissed. But uh, here's Olivia Jade before the show. I'm probably best known for being an influencer. Welcome back to another video. But the last few years, I've been... I guess you could say wrapped up in a scandal. The ugly truth that admission to college can be bought, bartered, and stolen for some. After everything (laughs) happened, I did step back from social media and just soak in what everybody was saying. I'm not trying to pull a pity card, but I just need to move forward and do better. And uh, Matt James, Bachelor Matt James is on there. He showed up to rehearsals Mm. in Crocs. Bruh. Bruh. Come on. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Did he really? Uh-huh. I can't even with the Crocs. These are my dancing shoes. Since I've never done professional dancing, I need the most functional shoes. Wow. Okay. However, however, he sort of crushed it last night. In the Crocs? No, he wasn't wearing Crocs oh. when it came to dancing. But he sort of crushed it. Listen to the judge's reaction for Matt James. Great, Chacha, man. Great job. Great, so charismatic, great performer. That's what you do, man. Good job. These guys got plenty to give. Oh. And you did deliver because you really have a wonderful, spontaneous quality. 
natural stage presence. Wow. Yo, did you see what Bruno was wearing last they night? I loved him, yeah. You look good. <laughs> you think I, like, James, yeah. Yeah. I like that outfit he was wearing last By night. By far my favorite of the night. Matt James, really? Like, huh? I was watching and I was just like, whoa. Like, he was yeah. gyrating those hips. He, he was, was doing really well. It was because he's dancing. No, but yeah. others didn't do that well. I was he watching really, him, and he was just like moving his feet and his hips. I was just blown away. It's called <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> the first word in the name of the show is dancing. He was doing this weird thing with this woman where they were just like kind of like sashaying around, and their feet were coming down off the ground. They were like moving their hips. And, and there was like they music were having a lot of fun, dude. They were like doing the whole thing to music. Like, I don't know what I was even yeah, watching. Dude, it was beautiful, though. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. The uh, L.A. County Department of Public Health was responding to Seth Rogen. Do you remember? So so when Seth Rogen on the Emmys, do you still have that? Can we play mm-hmm. that real quick? So Seth Rogen went up um, on the Emmy stage, and I guess he was sort of blown away by how many people there were in such a tight space with a roof. Good to be here at the Emmy Awards. Let me start by saying there is way too many of us in this little room. What are we doing? They said this was outdoors. It's not. They lied to us. We're in a hermetically sealed tent right now. I would not have come to this. So he uh, here's what the L.A. County uh, health officer had to say. Uh, whether vaccinated or unvaccinated, however, exceptions are made for film, television, and music productions as additional safety modifications are made for the controlled interactions. The Emmy Awards show is a television production and persons appearing on the show are considered performers. All persons appearing uh, in the audience of the Emmy Awards show were fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Also, public health was informed that each of these persons had a verified negative account uh, COVID test 48 hours prior, prior to the show. In addition, production crew uh, pursuant to whatever, whatever requirements were required to be fully vaccinated and or tested uh, this past week. So they're saying that it's under the rules of like a production as if they were shooting a movie and these people mm-hmm. were performers and therefore you're allowed to have that many maskless people in one room. Mm-hmm. Hollywood rules is what it's mm-hmm. called. It's called the Hollywood rule. Mm-hmm. Right? Different for the rest so, of us. <laughs> Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right. Gang, gang. Time to answer some questions. Gang, gang. Yo, Kim, how are you? It's Ron Zamoka. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Is this your first time being on the podcast? It is, yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, let's make it extra special for you, girl. What is your (laughs) question for the room? So my question is, how have your thoughts changed on being faithful now that you guys are older and both in committed, strong relationships? as compared to when you were young guys. Oh, how, how my thoughts change on being faithful. I mean, they haven't because uh, you always you always even when you were younger, you would still feel terrible. <laughs> I think yeah. being cheated on <laughs> or cheating on somebody never felt great. I've only ever had the thought of being faithful in any relationship I've been in. Wait, Kim, are you asking this question because you're going through this right now? Like are you thinking about this a lot? Are you thinking of cheating oh, no. or have you been cheated no, on? I oh, every relationship I've been cheated on. Oh, damn. Sorry to hear that. That's okay. Um, It is what it is. Um, I guess I've just been thinking about this because I read um, just a recent um, biography from a pop star, 
who also has a podcast, um, and how he just talks about how faithful, you know, a true guy he was. But I remember seeing him back in the 80s, mm-hmm. and he was married, and he was basically trolling the crowd for women. Mm-hmm. So it just sort of made me think, I wonder what what are people's thoughts? Do they change? Do you become less black and white as you get older because you know that until you walk in somebody else's shoes, you don't know why things happen. I think what's changed mm-hmm. is the world now. There's just before years ago, cheating was stepping out on the person you were with and making out with somebody else or having sex with somebody else. But now there's a whole new world of things that are now debated as to whether they're cheating or not. Um, is you know is sending a nude to somebody who's not your partner cheating? Cheating, yes, yes, right? Absolutely. Like, we didn't have to ask those questions before, but now all of these new things have to be defined as to whether they are cheating or not, and people really have differences of opinions on that. I believe it's become definitely more fluid. When I was younger, I was very black and white. No, you don't cheat. But as I've gotten older, I I guess I'm more gray. Would I cheat? I really hope I wouldn't. Oof. Had, Damn, you um, hope you wouldn't. Oof. You don't even have trust in yourself, Kim. <laughs> Come on now. Well, no, it's not a, it's, but it's the reality. Yeah. Because um, I agree with what, Roz, I agree with what you said, that with social media and what have you and Facebook and things where you, re- people seem to be reaching out to their past. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so you think there's, there's too in? many options for temptation. That's right. Mm. Mm-hmm. No way. I'm mm. like, I'm in it. I'm in it to, like to the end. Yeah, but it's it's just whether your thoughts on it have changed. Maury, have your thoughts on... Oh, no, fa- she didn't ask me. She said, she specifically said you <laughs> yeah, too, so I, I, I just I, feel it would well, be inappropriate. I was afraid to, to ask Maury. Yeah, because I don't know. First of all, what are, like, read the question again because I want to get Maury's opinion on this. Have your thoughts on being faithful changed as you've become older and in strong, committed relationships? So if... As compared to being young men. No, right. I'm still so, a young man. But. So when you were younger, more, I think that when you're younger, you may feel that cheating will hurt a lot less because maybe you weren't in quite serious relationships, right? No, but had, I was cheated on. You were cheated on. I saw it happen in front of my eyes. With what happened? At a nightclub, they were in the corner making out. Right. And then my friend Dave was like, don't worry about it. So this was a boyfriend? Yes. Or just somebody who no, you was, thought was your boyfriend. No, we were t- we were together. We slept a member in separate beds. Okay, so you guys were living together, and then you yeah. saw him make out with somebody in a club. Have you ever cheated on anyone? Never. Okay, what about some of the things that some people would consider to be cheating? Well, I mean, that's their opinion. Right. <laughs> so the question Again, is... Again, so many options out so, there I mean, now. it depends on whom you ask. So the question, so the question is, is that have, whether your opinions on cheating have changed over the years. So um, there are obviously new ways that some people would consider certain things to be cheating that you seem to not consider to be cheating, right? Because if they weren't around to be considered cheating then, all of a sudden they're cheating now? Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a I fine mean, line. Well, no, but you could have always taken a nude and sent it in the mail to somebody. Sure. Now, in fairness, I've never sent a nude. Okay. But uh, you've asked for nudes. Yes. Right. Hmm. Right. So is that cheating? Asking for a nude? I say yes. Kim, what do you think? I say yes. Asking yeah. for asking for a nude. What about if you don't ask and somebody just sends one and then you reply back with something complimentary? Mm. 
I, if it were sent to me, yeah. I'd be like, no thanks. Okay, well, if you're in the gym and everyone's changing and you specifically go in to look. Like a perp? You specifically go <laughs> oh in to look? God. That is next no, level No, like you're creep. there changing anyway and you're like, oh, this will be good. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that's. No, I've never. First of all, I. First of all, that's only that only works in gay world, right? Like I can't walk into the women's change room and be like, "Wow, this is." You know what I mean? Like that only works in that. That's like gay specific or same sex specific, I guess you could say. Um, but no, I've never gone to the gym and was about to get changed and thought, "Oh, this is gonna yeah. be good." <laughs> face open, right? Yeah, I've never. I've never. I've never. Thought thought that uh i've never thought that before at hmm. all uh but no it's an interesting thing um che- have you ever cheated on somebody mocha never you've never cheated on somebody. are you lying no why would i lie no i'm just asking if you're lying no when no, i'm huh? in a relationship i'm like committed to that relationship really huh? yeah that's yeah. It. yeah have I've you che- confused you know a committed relationship to just <laughs> dating more than one person no i'm just i'm <laughs> dating, dating, more, <laughs> dating more than one per- have you ever can, what did you say what did you just ask have you ever confused a committed relationship with dating more than one person like if you're if you're <laughs> at the beginning of a relationship and you're dating a few people uh-huh. right did you so did which one they think you were in a committed relationship and you did not and you were uh, dating more than one no, person? No, I was always, when I dated multiple people, I was always quite upfront about it with, yeah. with people. I never hid. Like if I was, if I was sort of seeing a few people at a time, I was never, I never made anyone think that this was something that was like only them. Just, just to even just like try and further the relationship or anything like that. I was always open with people. I was always completely honest. Um, Did they ever ask if they were the better kissers? Um, like, like, am I better than Margaret? I mean, I people weren't really can like too concerned about how well they kissed. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to kiss. You know what I mean? <laughs> like nobody, nobody really was. Nobody really cared about how well. Like know, I, because I've never been in a situation with more than one. Like where you're dating more than one person. So I, I don't know what that but, would but be like. But have you ever been somebody who somebody else is dating no, multiple people? No, you've it, never been part of. It their, doesn't work in the gay world. What, the, what, sleeping around? <laughs> <laughs> but with it being committed, rela- or with dating, like, sleeping around for sure, but, but like not no, dating. Like, no guy ever has, like, three boyfriends? I don't, that doesn't work. The jealousy <sighs> runs rampant Police. in our community. You don't know your own people's breath. Police. Like, there's, no, jealousy is wild. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I, I think that opinions evolve over time. I really do. And when it comes to cheating, I think that the gray areas are often very confusing with people, especially when you've grown up in that world where there's really nothing to it. Like there is it's it's just part of life when you're on Snapchat or you're on anything where you, you know, get a nude, give a nude. Like oftentimes the, the, the currency is so low that it means nothing and nobody would ever consider that to be cheating. There's a whole generation of people that don't consider that to that to be cheating exactly um, does <laughs> <laughs> i hope that answered your question when you ask for a nude maury what do you, what's your line oh no it's, there's no line it's just like you know oh i bet you look really good naked wow oh, God. Holy. and you don't think that's cheating 
No, that's it's a it's just no. a question. Would a Matthew statement. would Matthew consider absolutely. that to be cheating? He would absolutely. So it's, yes, so it's cheating. Would. Yes. No. So who was the last I mean, person you said that to? You oh, I haven't that done that in a while because like, like what's a while? What's a while? Like I'd say since the beginning of COVID. Right. So wow. in a year and a half. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that reset. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kim. It's a tricky one though. It's a tricky one for people. Appreciate take you. Take care, you guys. And, uh, and thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Yeah. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Like for me, even just the idea of taking a nude. I, I have never and I would never. Yeah. Right? No, like, thanks. I, I, I did a whole just... nude photo shoot before. No, no, but, no but I mean, for the purposes of sending it to somebody, though. No, that was just for some reason my own benefit. Yeah. No, I could never, I could never, like, lie in bed and just grab my phone and, like, take a picture down there. Yeah, no. I did once because someone, like, I did once because somebody, and then I took the picture and I'm like, I'm not sending this to anybody. So what'd you do with it? Well, well, I deleted it because, way no, because it just looked awful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff said here, <laughs> perfect, perfect follow-up. Jeff says, have you ever been caught in the act of doing something? Oh, yeah. No. That, that first time Catherine caught me sitting to go pee. I'll never forget that. Oh. Where I thought I thought that our sex life was over. I thought that that was going to be the moment of where she looked at me like I was less. How long like I was into, less, like I was into less dating? Well, we were living together, so we like we were parents. Oh wow! Uh, because when Catherine got pregnant, right? Like Catherine yeah. and I weren't living together, uh -huh. right? Like Catherine got pregnant and then we moved in, right? Right? Like we were not like living together, so we so went not through until after Roxy was born that she caught you sitting on the can. Yes, correct. Yeah. And what'd yeah. you say? What's I, well, well, what did you do? But did you close the door till then? I do, but I don't uh, listen. Who who locks? Who does? Who does anything else? Right? But she whipped the door open because if she's in the bathroom, you can I cannot go near the bathroom. Mm -hmm. But if I'm in the bathroom, she'll whip the door open, throw a couple curlers in her hair brush her teeth, um, hip check me out of the way as I'm going to the bathroom, right? Like yeah. it's just a free reign when I'm in there. <laughs> Later, loser. It's, it's exactly, right? <laughs> Sh shut the lights off on her way out and just oh, leave no. me sitting there, right? Like it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, um, but, but you're your most vulnerable. Yes. <laughs> Right, and then she'll like she'll kiss me, like she'll kiss yeah. me and, and leave, and then shut the lights out, yeah. and like I'm just there, right, like the cat. Um, but no, the first time she caught me going pee, I really thought that because I was so like just vulnerable and just in a terrible position, right, and you could tell I wasn't going number two and it was clearly number one and yeah. everything else and i thought that she was going to look differently at a man who sat to pee and i thought that this was going to be the sort of end to everything Did but she it, feel but sorry it for you no 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 not at all no but didn't it didn't matter it didn't bother her at all she was cool with it and i was like yeah. okay cool so I'm just going to sit to pee. But no, I've, I've, I've never, she's never walked in on me doing like anything else. Um, no, no, she has not. She has not ever walked in on me doing anything else. Close. Close. Oh yeah. Close, but not. I was caught in like, it says like caught in the, um, in the act of, I was caught in picking my nose while driving. Well, your dad walked in on you with another guy. Oh, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, there's That's that. found out you were gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, that. Yeah, that, that trumps picking your nose. Absolutely. Right. I, would, I would say. I would say. And he went to the shower, which is weird because I He had to clean off. I needed the shower. I'm like, this doesn't seem fair. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You got caught and then your dad was the one that had to go clean. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and when, how long after that was it that you, the two of you actually sat down and have a conversation about it? Oh, in therapy. It was like six months later. So it was a while. I lived with my legal guardian, Susie, so for a long time. So you left after that. With was his it? car. With his car. Oh, like, no, you took was the man's it, car. I took the man's car. Was it that day? It was that, like, it was, uh, like, right away. I drove and I dropped the guy off. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we, we came back from comic book shopping. Right. 
in that's summer. Hot. That's hot. See? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so yeah. I dropped him and his comics off at the subway, and then right. I continued on to Susie. And then you just stayed at we, Susie's. And then he called her saying, can I get my car back at least? Yeah. So then we dropped the car off at night. And then mm. went back to her place, and then six months later we went to therapy. Wow! He had to get like a mold of his teeth made. He was going through some hell with this. Like a mold of his teeth made? Why? Oh, because he was like grinding, grinding his teeth. Oh, his teeth you have to say that part. You can't just. You can't just. Like... <laughs> <laughs> He's getting new grills uh, yeah, put in. Like, like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you have to get braces. Yeah. <laughs> a retainer put in. Yeah, my dad found out I was gay. Yeah. And he got, and then he got braces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, man. Um, I, I remember um, there was one year, I think it was actually 12 years ago when we first started the show. Yeah. And TIFF was taking place here. The other place that you work at, ET Canada, yeah. you guys were throwing like this big party in Yorkville, right. fancy part of downtown on, uh, at a parking lot. Um, that oh, had yeah, multi floors, yeah, yeah, yeah. and on the the roof they decorated Jeez, it I was real there. beautiful, yeah. and like tents, and like there was a red carpet, and celebrities yeah. were there, and this and that. Um, so they were nice enough to invite me, so I showed up, and drinking <laughs> away the, uh, throughout the evening, and they had like porta potties set up for people to use, yes. and I really had to go. And the porta potty was number one or, or number two? Uh, number one. Okay. So all the porta potties were being used at the time, and I could not wait. So I quickly ducked behind the row of porta potties, mm -hmm. and I peed right there. And oh, then I think God. it was like somebody from ET Canada saw, you. saw me. I know you don't remember this, but they then, not snitched, but they told you that they saw me. Oh, they did. Peeing behind. Oh, yeah. You peed porta on a porta potty, <laughs> not in a porta potty, right? You don't yeah. remember them telling you? Savage. No. I had to go so bad. No, I didn't remember that party until Mocha just mentioned it. <laughs> oh, I was there. Were you? Yeah. No idea. No idea. Me neither. But that no, was before no you worked with us. But have you I ever didn't been? Know, I didn't know he was there. Mocha was there until he just said it now. Have you ever been caught, though, doing something? Almost. Yeah. By who, Mom? Uh, dad. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was in high school, maybe? Yeah. High school, huh? Uh -huh. Like a man. Uh -huh. Yeah. I was in high school. Like, yeah. And he walked into the room. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, like, what's up? Good morning. Like on like on the bed, on your knees? Uh, uh, on, on the knees. bed. Laying down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know what down, I don't know what your technique is. Laying down. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's usually sitting in a computer chair. <laughs> but those of Look us that, more, but what usually. did you do but what did you do when you didn't have a computer oh then it was lying on the bed right yeah. knees i don't know i don't know i don't know <laughs> ross giving up his techniques <laughs> yeah, no, i don't, I don't know i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know you, we never we never spoke about it no 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 but that like did he knew though right oh he knew yeah absolutely he yeah knew. but you yeah. said you walked in on your dad more mm -hmm. yeah yeah, oh, no. oh, did you have to get a mold of your teeth done? No, no. no I was disappointed. Can I just say You're I was very disappointed? No, I was immediately. Oh my god! <laughs> Let me explain. I was just disappointed because I then realized that somehow I was not modeled after him. What? Oh, oh! So it's not like father like son. No. Oh. Yo, big up Frank. Yeah, big, big up Frank. Right. <laughs> you ever been caught, Shem? Anybody ever catch you? No, I actually caught it. So I had a relationship end. This is going to be bad. I had a relationship end because I walked in on my girlfriend having sex with somebody. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That was back in. That's not good right. at all. That was back in uh, university. You your, your Google yeah. calendar? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was back in university. Uh, we you were walked at, in, uh, huh? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a 
bad, bad time. Really? Did they uh, continue? Bad time. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't stick around to find out. Yeah. Yeah, it was my bad. Old, my old man, when he was, uh, he was married, um, before he went off to Vietnam, he was one of those guys that just, like, met a girl, got married. I'll be here for you when you get back, honey. Um, he got back from, I think it was, like, his first tour, and they had a couple nights of leave, and he was living in California, and I think he would think the story goes that he went to surprises, uh, his wife, who they had not been together that long before he shipped out. And he walked up to the second floor of their apartment, and when he walked in, she was in bed with another guy, and he threw him off the balcony. No! Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah, and then he left. That's amazing. Wait, what happened to the guy? Yeah, no idea. No idea. So she couldn't <laughs> wait till he went away to what? work? No, he did go away and then came back. What, he was oh, like, he, he what, was what like, floor? Yeah, like the second or something like that? Yeah. Oh, mm, yeah. yeah, you may break something. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, nice. I know the guy didn't die. <laughs> yeah, right? like yeah, he, didn't, yeah, he yeah. didn't die. Unless he threw him and like he landed like yeah. flat right, yeah, right yeah, on his yeah. head. No, no, no. Like there was stuff there. Like he didn't die, but he, he threw him over the balcony and then uh, and then left. And then years later, his fault. years later, I think that she applied for like divorce or something like that or whatever it was. Years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then he moved. Then he went back to Vietnam. Maybe he didn't know that she was with another guy. No, he he didn't. He had no idea. So then why throw him out? It's not his fault. It was his wife. I know, but he didn't know. Well, yeah, yeah I know, but they okay, knew you, you listen, you got to tell a hothead, like 20-year-old fresh back from war, yeah. walks in, sees him in bed with his, like, no, no, it's just absolute destruction at that point, right? Yeah, like, you, but yeah you're John Wick. Like, that's like that's just what, right? <laughs> Your like, instinct kicks yeah, in. like, that's just, what, that's just what happens. Everything's a battle. Everything is a, <laughs> everything's a battle. But no, he did not, he didn't kill a guy. He didn't kill a guy, but I'm sure the guy got hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, which is a terrible story. I don't even know why I told that story right now. Like, that story did not age well, huh? You know no, what I mean? Like, that story did not. All right. All right, let's switch Did gears not then. Age well. Uh, Mark says here, does Dammit Maury still have the bag that Roz got him? If so, does he still use it wrong? Or did Roz just end up taking it back? Yeah, do you still have that bag I got you? Yeah, I use it every day. You do. But yeah. you, so, hold you on, still wait, you let's still back use... up. This is a bag that you got for him for Christmas a okay. couple of years ago, Maury, right? Well, or Maury makes birthday? a Maury makes a real good living, right? Mm-hmm. And um been on the show a long time. And it would drive me nuts because every day, like a hobo, Maury would come in here with all his work business in like a plastic shopping bag, mm-hmm. right? Drove me crazy. And so it's a good quality long no, no, no. bag. So um, don't do that. Um, so for Christmas, was it or yes. your birthday? One of those two things. Uh, I got more a real good bag, mm-hmm. right? Like a really good over the shoulder bag. You can put a laptop in it. You can put all your stuff in it. And it used to drive me crazy because Maury used it wrong because Maury would never zip it up and all the stuff was sticking up yeah. out of the top of it and it just looked messy. All that stuff would fit in there nicely if he just took a couple minutes to just organize the bag every day. But every day he'd come in and I would see this bag I got him. I spent a lot of money on it and he's just using it wrong. Uh. And I wanted to take it back, right? But no, I didn't take it back and you still use it every day. Yeah. Wrong. Okay, in fairness, the zipper, yeah, okay, oh, whoever go. manufactured it, it's a square zipper. It's not rounded, so sometimes it gets sort of caught, and in order to close it, it takes a lot of effort to get it back straight again. Okay, Maury, this was day one you did this. <laughs> well, I didn't redesign. It was always, like, from no, day no, one, no. it was a like, but, misdesigned zipper. Uh, but, yeah, no, he uh, he embarrassed me, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Well, it's almost time for now? like a new one because it's all cracked. Time and stuff. for a new one. It's all cra- it's it's go, all cracked. Go get that bag. Let me see that bag. Go get that oh bag. Oh my god! Right, Roz, you're gonna be so upset, dude. Why? What's in it? Is it all full of just like you're junk gonna be really and like really crumbs upset. and everything? Is there anything in there you don't want to see, Maury? Yes. 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 Oh. Oh, really? No, I'm being honest. Yeah. Okay. Well, go take the thing out then, so okay. we can look at the bag. What are you hiding in there? <laughs> I have notes from therapy. Oh, 
Oh, okay. can we see those? No. Why? Oh, come on, man. Why not? There you go. This okay. is a whole. Oh, God. Yo. That's a thick book. <laughs> Why? Yo, yo, your bag is like so much lighter like, now. It's like nothing. once you take out, once you take out all the notes from therapy, <laughs> oh it's like a whole new bag. Wow. Uh, okay, so he's got headphones in here. Oh god! But no, just worry, don't worry about what's in it. Try the zipper. Try this very difficult zipper that Maury says doesn't work. That it's a manufacturing defect. Okay. See? Oh wow! Yeah, this is. It doesn't work. Oh, huh? this side does. Oh. Oh, there. oh, easy peasy. There's two two zippers. There's two zippers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You just that looks like that there. was no problem. Okay, well, the, uh, I must the, have loosened it up or something. That's look a regular. The condition, there's like cracks on it. Look, some of the leather is is missing. There's like yeah. dents on it and yeah, stuff. That's that does it. But isn't that a good looking bag I got? It's a beautiful it? bag, yeah. yeah. I, I use it every day. I love I the like bag. It. Yeah. What does your therapist think about that bag? Oh, I don't bring it in. I oh. leave it in the car. Oh, you do, huh? You leave that in the car? Interesting. Uh, so uh, when you, you write, you your, aren't uh, you? Your, your therapist no, no, just please leave that right. Isn't, no, it's fine, right where it is. Isn't the therapist I, it's supposed no, to be the don't. one that writes all the notes? No, I, I have homework to do. You have homework. What like, kind of homework do you have to do? Like lessons and stuff. You don't want like, to talk, do you want to talk about this or no? No, I, I, you don't have to. You no, it's fine. To. Like you I'm have not to, looking. You to, you I'm to, not looking. Just so you know, I'm not looking. But this is a thick. Yeah, it's a thick book. Yeah. Well, but it's not for one day. Okay. So when you, what kind of homework did they give you? You have to just write down your like pros and cons of your feelings. Like, you know, what, you know, the good things that happen and right. weigh them out with the things that upset you during the, But then, know. but then what are the sort of, what are the exercises that you do in between therapy sessions? Oh, like things that you could say to yourself, like look in the mirror and be like, you know, I am worthy. And do you do that? I'm not supposed to. But no, I, it's too embarrassing to go and do that in the mirror. Well, but it's you just do, you and your Maury, reflection. Maury, the amount of embarrassing things you've done in front of a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Self-affirmation would be very low on that list. Facts. Very low. <laughs> very low on that list. <laughs> um, okay, here. Uh, Mel says, what is the thing that you regret doing, but it would not affect your life now? So this is anything that you guys have done. What is uh, I think spending so much money early. Huh? Like when well, I got you spend all your no, money but now. I got like a five thousand dollar limit credit card, and like I wish that I didn't waste so but much. But that money does affect early. your life now, though, because, because you're in you, mad got debt. you got into debt years ago, and it's it's really it's affected your life all throughout the years. Okay, you go, and then I'll no, but you know back. what I mean, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read the question again. Uh, what is what is the thing that you regret doing, but it would not affect your life now? That I regret doing, mm -hmm. but it would not. It should be what you something you regret not doing that wouldn't affect your life. No, now. I get. I see what she's saying. Something you did that was horrible then, but really yeah. it didn't make any difference now. Oh, um, oh God, that is a real tough question. Well, I know. Like when, maybe for uh, Roz, like when he got super drunk and woke up on someone's couch. Which time? <laughs> Let me count the ways. My God, um, I w I've woken up in a different city before. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Where? Yeah, I. Uh, where Where did you start the evening? Where did you wake up the next day? I or later that <laughs> evening, whatever. Okay, but okay, you want it? Okay, and I. It was okay. I woke up at on somebody's couch, right? Uh -huh. I woke up on somebody's couch, and I woke up the next morning and called a cab. Uh -huh. um, Diamond Cab is what I is what I called. Yeah, right? which is a Toronto cab company. Did you know this person whose home you woke up? Sort of. Okay. Did you still have your wallet? Yes, I did. Um, I woke up and I called Diamond Cab, and then um, 
I looked for something in the kitchen that had the address of where I was on it, and I found a piece of mail. Mm -hmm. And I woke up, called Diamond Cab, and then realized that I was in Guelph. Guelph, Ontario? Yeah. Oh, my God. You were that far? Yeah. From so Toronto. you crossed the from border. Toronto. From Toronto. Yeah. I was pretty far. I was pretty far. Were your pants on? Uh, when I woke up? No. <laughs> Great question. Great question, Maury. <laughs> yeah, no. Were no. you at a girl's house or a guy's house? No, but a friend was there with me. I didn't even know a friend was there with me, too. Huh. Two girls. It was like they were roommates, and I was there with a friend. Oh, okay. But, um, but yeah, we just like it was, we just drove, and we, I, I guess that the well, way that the drove? night. Uh, one of them. Oh, okay, right? okay. Met them, met them in Toronto. They had to go back to Guelph. My buddy's mom lived close to where they lived. So oh. he was just like, yeah, let's just go there, and then we can just go to my. There was a whole thing that was planned. I just had no recollection of that. And plan then somehow they from, took your pants off. The night before. What do you mean, somehow they took my <laughs> pants off? First of all, more, it was probably a fight as to who was going to take my pants off. Hey. Let's just be honest. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, you would not. The pants that I wore back then, more you, no, you couldn't sleep in those pants. Okay, you would probably need medical attention if you fell asleep in the pants that I used to wear. Absolutely, like like just like super tight and no give and not made of any natural fibers whatsoever. Oh, like geez. you couldn't sleep in those things. Damn. Um, yeah. I remember when right before I got my license, I was so eager to drive. Yeah. That any time my parents would go out. Uh, and I knew they were going to be out for like a few hours. I would go and get the spare key that mm. they hid for the car that was left at home. Right. And I would take it out and I'd go pick up my friend and we would just like drive around, drive around the city. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously not an experienced driver. There are some dumb things that I did, some wrong moves that I had made on the road. Mm -hmm. Probably could have killed somebody, probably could have killed myself. Um, but uh, that is, is... I mean, obviously, I regret doing it. Like, now that I look back at it, mm -hmm. I regret doing it, but it didn't affect my life now because I eventually got my license and I right. follow all the, the rules of the road. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, too. That's a tough one because you're everybody breaks the rules a little bit when you're younger, but you don't realize how dangerous some things were mm -hmm. until you get older. You're like, God, yeah. I cannot believe I did that, right? Yeah. I cannot believe I jumped off that thing or tried to climb that other thing or whatever yeah. it was. It's terrifying. Terrifying. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at Kiss925. That is where you will find the picture that reads Ask Razamoka. This is where we get the questions from. And just like Kim, uh, at the beginning of this segment, we will have one of you join us to ask your question. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On Kiss92.5. Kiss92.5.com. Or download the Kiss92.5 app.